Alright, alright, alright. Back with another episode of Fire and Ice. Yeah. I'm Maine with the cool. I'm crossing with the heat. Um, I wanna stay I wanna start by saying, um, last episode, last episode was pretty good. I got a lot of good feedback from artists though. Like artists like liking um Tofa's point of view and how we all had different point of views and I was kinda telling them like that's what we do. Like we not we're not gonna hold back if you don't agree with somebody's opinion. And right. now even though we don't agree, we didn't agree with everything he said. It's a respect level. Us voicing it at the time right. was, was dope. And I think people seen it from like my standpoint, just the business standpoint. I'm not thinking about the artist really, you know, and then the artist standpoint thinking like I'm not thinking about the business. I'm thinking I'm making a business. So you know you know you got then you know your standpoint as being part artist, but also part, you know, you, you using both worlds kinda like yeah. you you understood it. So I think it was dope. I think we need more like that. So I think also having more um, in-house guests is good too. Yeah. The vibe was there. He was there for the whole show. It wasn't Absolutely. just about him, but we kind of made everything about him by asking his opinion and stuff like yeah. that. So um, any any artists that's listening, if you want to you know come on the show, hit me up. Hit calling up. I don't have to tell you know how to contact us. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> if you're to the show at this point, you know how to contact us. Whether um, so Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter. Um, in the streets Because we always out So y'all can see Any one right. of us Anytime Anywhere um, Yeah hit us up Because I mean I do like the in-house guests That was dope to do I felt like We had a, a whole show Like it was like a, It was like complete it was You know dope. what I'm saying Yeah it so. was definitely dope I really enjoyed it um, Shout out to our Charlotte listeners uh, Power 104 Of course And of shout course. out to Love our Charlotte. Augusta listeners Of course With uh, 520 Radio So and, and shout out to everybody that's listening on the, on the SoundCloud, period. Thank yeah, y'all some so people like Wednesday, they just can't wait, so they want to listen to on Wednesday. Then some people, they, they, they okay wait until Friday or you oh, know, Thursday. Thursday. Friday, they yeah. have a choice. If you're in Charlotte, Thursday, you know, you, right. you, know, you just... <laughs> it works for some people, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, how's your day been going? Let's uh, get into that real quick. Uh, let's do that real quick. Um, my day was okay. Um, I've really been really tired. Um, the Man of the Year campaign is over. Um, so that's done. Praise Jesus. Uh, we raised a lot of money. Our group, our whole group raised a total of $650,000. Mm. So we're the highest group so far. So class 2018 is the highest class. Over right half now. a mil. So we did that. Yeah, it was, it was dope. Um, you know, it was, I'm just grateful to everybody that gave to my, to my campaign. Um, and just overall, the overall campaign. So thank y'all so much. But I'm glad that's over. That was, I ain't gonna lie, that was a stress. Um, Ask people for money every day Scared you're gonna get blocked Cause you're asking the same people For the same money You ever wonder how somebody Can really be homeless And just do that every day You know what I'm saying Like when you say it like that It's like People That's people's livelihood too That's true that's, Imagine how draining that can be like, it, But it is Like I said It was just it was, It's just Getting to the point of Okay I don't get on your nerves But I just really <laughs> need to Try to make my goal here um, Listen, but I appreciate it. I asked game. last week, but man, you really got that thirty you were gonna send me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was it was cool. Like I said, it was a great experience. Um, and again, that meant that charity meant a lot to me because again, I'm a cancer survivor, so it meant a lot. Um, my nephew turned one, so that was cool. He's one year old now. Seen the one year old. I seen the heartfelt post. I felt it. Yeah, man, that's, that's my that. little dude. That's my felt little dude. That. I felt that. It was um, dope. and yeah, and before I get into what happened today, shout out to you, man, because your daughter graduated from kindergarten. Oh yeah, yes, yes he's dressed up. Yes. Guys, you can't see it, but this is my first time seeing him in a shirt, but in a shirt at a time. If you see me on Snapchat, you can see it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta follow me on Snap, man. That's that's your problem now. So you have a first grader. You have a, you got a full blown first grader. Full blown, man. Yeah, no more playing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no more playing around. Gotta get to school on time for real, for real now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but boy. yeah. So if I sound a little drained or in pain, it's because. I fell off a U-Haul truck today. Let's, now let's let's yeah. let's 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 put it in context of why I fell off the U-Haul yeah, truck. Yeah, let's, let's slow it down. Okay. 
what, how did you fall? What were you carrying, if, if anything? Like, just walk us through these. I will up walk until you, you it. fell. Walk us, walk us up, walk us through the that, that twenty seconds before that. I will do that. So my brother, my little brother, is moving out of his apartment. Him and his wife did move to Atlanta. Congrats. So congratulations on that. Um, she got a a big um, what you call it? Job. Uh, yeah, it's not a job. What you call it? When you move up? Promotion. <laughs> so I can't think right now. A big promotion. So ah, there we go. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm out <laughs> of it. But she got a big promotion, so they're moving to Atlanta. But anyway, I helped my brother move today. Um, so I had a big couch and it, it's huge and it's the one where you you can make it into a bed oh it's heavy too yeah so it's really heavy so we're moving it and i'm literally walking down the ramp so i walk and i miss like i i stepped on air i must have thought i was jesus and i stepped <laughs> on air and but i you know i don't have jesus feet so therefore I just boosh, just I was gone. Like it was down goes Fraser. Like literally, I was down. Like, did, like let me ask you. I know. Did you make noise? Like did you go? Oh. Yeah, I can't remember. I, it just happened that quick. It, it really happened. Like I literally stepped in like boom. I was like it was just. <laughs> I, but I heard a whole bunch of oh. That was my brother, my god brother, my dad, and it was like you all right? What's going? And I and I was just like yeah, I'm good. And my dad, my dad was like sit down somewhere, just go sit down. <laughs> and so that's my dad's concerning way of saying. Go relax for a we, second. We, we good, man. We so, good, man. We good. You know, that's how my dad, you know, love my dad. He's, you know. <laughs> but then afterwards, he was like, Casey, you okay? You good? You scratched up? I said, no, I'm, I got a little scratches, but you know I'm good. But yeah, I fell off of you haul. That was very interesting. But yeah, just, my neck is a little sore. And well, I'm going to tell you right now, if, right if now. it's hurting now, it's, it's not, you know, it's not a big deal. It's going to hurt more tomorrow. Thank you, man. Just let you know that. You Thank know? you uh, so much. You're just such a light to my I try to let people, you know, yeah, I try. I'm like a weatherman when it comes to pain. It's going to hurt more tomorrow. <laughs> you know uh, the forecast not looking good for you tomorrow. Okay. Um, I can't help but kind of segue into this only because we talking about it and you mentioned, you know, I am a father. Um, You mentioned your dad. Mm-hmm. You tagged me in a post on Facebook. I did. And um, it was very uh, alarming. Now, before we get into that, I want to say, why are you pulling that up? Uh, if you missed y'all Mother's Day, we had another agenda, so I want to say, uh, happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers. Listening. Shout out to the moms. Um, you know, y'all, y'all run the world, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I love my mom to death. I love all moms. I think that's like one of the hardest jobs in America, um, if not the hardest job. And most, every mom I know, I can say every mom I know, they do a wonderful job. And the ones I don't, the ones I know that don't do a wonderful job, um... Yeah, they pretty much get talked about a lot. So, and their kids don't like them. So, if you're doing a good job, you know your kids probably like you. Uh, if you're not, then they will grow up to you know envy you or you know not like you at all, and that's cool. But yeah, um, let me ask you this question. Um, I saw something posted related to moms and Mother's Day. Uh, I saw something that says um, the baby's father should always give a mother, the mother, a child a gift for Mother's Day. Um, How do you I feel about that. Well, I mean, it depends on your relationship, I would say. And some, 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 I would say some mothers hate the the kid's father. Mm. And in that regard, I'm pretty sure they don't want to accept anything from you. Mm. Um, if you have an okay relationship, I see it being okay. But you understand Mother's Day, like to me, how I look at it, Mother's Day, Father's Day, whatever. But Mother's Day, I know some people think they think like, I don't need, I don't need no Mother's Day, I don't need nothing. It's just a day I'm a mother every day of the year, and that's fine, right? But I look at it like this. I'm, I'm alive every day of the year, right? I breathe every day. I wake up every day. I'm living. But it's still one day of the year where you celebrate the day you came into this world. Mm. So even if I don't celebrate my birthday, I'm not a celebrator, but I know that day is dedicated to me being on this world. You know what I'm saying? So 
it's okay if you're a good mother every day but it's okay to celebrate one day you know what i'm saying as, as put aside to just appreciating what you do every day with that being said um you want to show you do want to show um your kid that you appreciate their mom because if you don't appreciate them then they're not going to appreciate them all you know what i'm saying so that's that kind of like step one you know i, I always say the relationship y'all have will always trickle down to the kids and how they view y'all you know what i'm saying so um, that don't mean you have to give them nothing. That don't mean you don't. I'll say it's up to that person. And you, I think you can tell about the relationship y'all have if you need to or not. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't think you want to show your child that you don't care about them all. You know what I'm saying? You gotta watch how you treat, you know, your your, your kids' uh, parent around around them. Definitely. So. All right. So I found the post finally. Now we're trying to about time. Okay. Okay, shut up. <laughs> So I saw a post um, It said um, Should Father's Day be banned Because it's disrespectful to single mothers And same sex couples Now this is based off of a tweet From a person named Daniela Herzog Doesn't even sound like a real name I'm pretty sure she white That's what it looks like Actually her profile picture looks purple Like she's Barney (laughs) But anyway she writes She tweets Father's Day is so offensive to same-sex parents and single mothers. Stop the patriarchy and ban Father's Day. Yes, all women. No, hashtag yes, all women. Hashtag feminism. Oh, okay. Well, that, that makes. So that's what that's what the tweet said. Well, that's a feminist. And, and then that's what then the question came from. Should Father's Day be banned because of disrespect for single mothers and same-sex couples? Ah, uh, everybody that commented on this post for me said um, this is dumb. Um. Cause I said it was dumb. I said this is uh, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Only reason I'm even sharing this is because it's a good conversation for for fire and ice. You know, and it, it's yes and no. It's like it'd be a good conversation, but then it's that's not really a conversation. Cause like we both, you know, saying agree. Like I think that's 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 crazy. That's, the, that's because, even the thought. Because first of all, if you're gonna ban Father's Day, then ban Mother's Day. Yeah. If you're gonna do that, and then if you're saying that Father's Day is disrespectful to the single mothers and same sex couples. There are same-sex couples that are guys, fathers. Yeah. They're guys. Yeah. And there are single fathers. that don't, I'm talking about solely single fathers. I'm talking about that the mother's not in the picture at all. Yeah, I know So, therefore, few. Mother's Day has the same type of connotation, if you will, if you're going to go that route. You see what I'm saying? That's, it's One thing I'll say is, from that picture, because I remember the picture you, you tagged me, right? Mm-hmm. First thing I noticed, right, was what that... Was it Barney face? Nah, it was a tweet. Uh, it was a tweet. And I, I always say... That's one of the main differences between Twitter and Facebook. Twitter, you can go in it. It's like it's like anything that's the uttermost disrespect is gonna be on Twitter. Mm. Like it's like this. Twitter versus Facebook is. Uh, if you look at what's the guy you watch, you watch, you watch ATL, right? Mm-hmm. You you know who uh, the the dude is? Not 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 Earn and not the rapper, the other guy. Oh, I don't know but the one that's high all the time. Yes, him. Yeah. You look at him in ATL. I mean, in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and you look at him in Get Out when he dressed up. Mm-hmm. That that's that's Facebook and Twitter to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Facebook is the dressed up I'm interview guy, and then Twitter is like when I'm with, I'm on a block with my homies. You know what I'm saying? Like you just saying whatever <laughs> you want to say. So that, that's the, that, that's the main difference I see. First Good of analogy. all, uh, you let your mom add you on Facebook, but you're not gonna have my mom you know, following you on Twitter. Like it just at least back in when I saw when Twitter, when Twitter was really popping, popping. Right. It is now, but if you're still there, it's just certain things you're gonna say. That's the culture. That's just different. Right. Uh, she clearly said that because, like I said, she want followers probably. You want hate tweets. You just want to say anything. Twitter could say anything outlandish and you can get away with it. It's no, it's no remorse. On Facebook, it's a little different. You know what I'm saying? So. 
And it's more personal on Facebook. It's, 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 most times, it's actually you. It's your profile. But this, but this leads into another kind of another conversation because this does happen uh, on Father's Day when people wish single mothers happy Father's Day. Yeah, I put a video out last year. Yeah, you did. Day. That was, that was, yeah, I, I, did. Hey, that was dope. I like that. But um. I'm yeah. saying, but 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 it goes into that conversation because it's gonna happen. Like I said, it is. It's inevitable. I, I, it, it is because people because people people are just people. And Let me they, and it, I guess it's, it's, it has something to do with it. But one thing I've been on like lately, like what I'm trying to do, like this this with my just as, as a person, I feel like you, try, you you need to try to get better every day as a person, right? Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to do now is. Like just don't do things I was doing before. So like since before somebody might say something on the internet and I, I feel like it's bothered me or I like I'm gonna I'm gonna come at you. You know what I'm saying? Like not come at you maybe like verbally, but either I'm gonna make a video status in you or I'm not doing it anymore. Like I'm just not doing it. So one thing I ain't gonna do is like, I'm not gonna let negativity affect like my, my what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like uh, when it comes to Father's Day, if that happens, but I'm, I'm, and I'm sure it is gonna happen, that's why I'm cleaning up my timeline now. Like I'm not I'm not. Blocking nobody I'm just simply unfollowing So I ain't gotta see your post If somebody right. posts an ignorant post I've been unfollowing them Right mm-hmm. I read this the other day And I thought it was I thought it was hard Like it said And I did this too For two days I, I um had my Facebook uh, Where it's like It was shut down Like you couldn't tag me Nothing like we just shut down For two mm-hmm. days I woke up both days And I was okay You know what I'm saying Not saying that wrong with me, But like You wake up on Facebook And then you get on Facebook Like oh Coming at me, coming. At, you know how every day. You know how you know how you got you got you to go on Facebook with a, with a beautiful vest on, man. Cause it, it be shots thrown all the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially when you're doing good. You know what I'm saying? But you get on there and, and then it puts you in a mood already. So now you're ready in the mood, like you in that attack mode for no reason. Right. And it's like you're all cause you woke up and logged on Facebook and it ruins your day. Right. I ain't get up. I ain't brush my teeth yet. You know, but I'm really mad because I logged on to Facebook. You know what I'm saying? So I try to clean my timeline up, timeline up now just for that. So any ignorant stuff. I don't want to see You know what right. I'm saying But I might be nosy one day I might want to go see one day What you've been up to Or what somebody been doing You know what I'm saying So I don't block you So I can still go to your page <laughs> But I'm going to follow you So I don't see any stuff So if I start liking your stuff It's probably because you're ignorant Gotcha Well I've, I've tried to When it comes to social media In general I tried Because that used to be Like the first thing I do As soon as I like Oh my My phone is literally right there like when my bed post is, so I can just reach over and grab it, and then I get them. Like before the crest is even like clear in my eyes, I'm like already on social media, which is not good. Um, I try definitely to, unhealthy. No, definitely is. I try. I'm trying to grow more spiritually. Um, trying to get back to my my walk with God and trying to get that back right. So I I personally try to do my devotion stuff first, and then like get my mind together, and then if I if I have to. Which you don't really have to, but if I have to, like, because of course I get emails and stuff, I check my emails or whatever. But for me, emails end up turning into Facebook, so it's just like that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. With somebody so, like me and you that's in the media, like it's hard. Like you could, but we post, we mean you post a lot, so like daily, you post, you might post a show today, right. a show tomorrow, an interview tomorrow, right? Our podcast, like we have to do it for that person. Right. Like I, I couldn't even do what I want to do because I had to put the podcast. I'm like, I cannot, I cannot be on there. You know right. what I'm saying? And it's like. You have to be on there So at night I said what's the way I could be on there But kind of regulate So I have to Little by little Just regulate it If I can you I know think I'm going to start Getting to the point Eventually where I, where I can Just go ahead and schedule stuff Because I, I have a desire To actually get off Of social media But, but like you said Because we're still Budding um, media people Like we're not To the point Where we got people Running on social media yet Yeah We yeah, have to st- We have to be on there I know people are like No you don't No you don't yes, well, When you're independent You have to you, no can, you really yeah. do Cause like I said People can You you pop in one minute And then the next minute They, they forget about you yep. You're not at that Kevin Hart Oprah Winfrey Tyler Perry status yet So therefore Definitely You still gotta definitely. do Put that work Yeah, you're right You're right and, 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 in, and in these day and ages It's social media Social media is what helps Helps build your platform 
So, um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's important that you set priorities. Um, like you said, set like decide what you're gonna do first. Don't uh, don't let social media be the first thing you do because like you said, you're right. It can put you in a mood and you ain't even really start your day yet. Yeah, you get on Snapchat, you see you see some subliminal. You get on Facebook, see subliminal. And then let's not let's not even make make it about that. You you get on Facebook or Snapchat, you just see dumb things like right. dumb posts. It's not about it's not about you. It's not subliminal. It's just a dumb post, like the Father's Day thing. It's like really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's like oh, you'll see something about. I don't know, just dumb stuff, you know. And oh, you get on and you see a new, you see a school shooting, you know what I'm saying? Like we'll talk about that later. But you see a school shooting, like the, the stuff you see, like it's already affecting you, and you ain't made, you ain't made it to the bathroom yet. Social media is the new news outlet. Like you know, how people say they don't watch the news anymore as far as yeah. it's so. Depressing. But you don't have to, but yeah, like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Social yeah. media is the new news. It's like you, you get on social media and it puts you in a in a in a in a attitudinal funk or whatever, depending on what you see. So. Yeah. And that's why sometimes Like on certain day, It's certain pockets I listen to I'm like okay Before I get anything I'm listening to this pocket I already know I'm guaranteed to be laughed This is funny Which is why man. And I would think I try to make sure We always balance it out With like With the serious topics Jokes Is that and third yeah. I want them to be Like they know what they getting When they check hours out You know right. what I'm saying So this way If you are not on social media You're not doing that and third You'll get it in a way Where you can digest it The right way here right. Cause some people do that Because they just like need a break from social media because it's, it's, it's draining them to stand third. If you right. can listen to it in an entertainment form, it might be best for you. You know what I'm right. saying? So I have people do that sometimes. They be like, I'm not on social media, but send me your thing. I'm like, but if you're not on social media, I feel bad sending to you because I'm talking about things on social media. Like, <laughs> they, and, they, and they tell me, they're like, no, no, no. I'm not on it because I don't want to see all the other different opinions that I'm third, but this is one opinion I'll get from you. And, you know, like at that point, they, you really we got a relationship with the listeners at this point. So they kind of understand what we standing with. You know what I'm saying? So, right. And at any point They could turn it off They don't listen to it too So that's another <laughs> but, thing But please don't turn it off we Nah don't do that If you do listen back I'd rather get two listen than one So you know. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you gotta do But you know Hook me up Hook me up Hook me up But um Nah but definitely like And it's funny We, we, we talk about the father And you get in social media But that's that's what it is Social media have, has their way of, of Of discrediting A lot of things And since It's one of them things It's one of them things Where uh I wonder if you say Majority rules But there are so many like I guess you could say like deadbeat dads is that in third mm. like we have no specific numbers but I would realistically speaking of what we know and what you know you don't have a lot of family like yours you know what I'm saying like not, you know what I'm saying like but there's mom and dad together mm. and then like for me like me and my dad you know we might, we might be speaking right now right now but we cool you know what I'm saying it's like but I know people had it worse and they like they don't have a relationship with their dad at all you know what I'm saying mm. and they feel the type of way so you look at the majority rules and then that's why I think Father's Day not celebrated the way it could possibly be because of the high number of people not, not doing their job. But for the people like me that do their job, people like your dad that do their job, like why we why we deserve to see that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, On social media. Thing, um, and this is something I'm taking personally. Um, Neil, my cousin Neil, he called me um, that's about a week ago, two, ago, two weeks ago, whatever. And he was saying, um, he, and he gave me some real talk, seriously. And it was like, he was like, cuz, why do you always constantly, um, he said, you know, you, you doing better with your rants, but it's like sometimes you focus so much on the negative that you forget about the positive. It's like you kind of make the people that do support you feel a certain type of way. I'm going somewhere with this. I know y'all like, where the hell is he going? Um, it's like you, you make, you, you folk, you give, you shining so much light on the negative and the darkness that you forget about the people that really got your back and really supporting you. And I said, you're right. Um, I did kind of let him know, you know, of course, I, you always got to have your argument ready. But I had my, my giant ready of what, what was going on. But I had, I say that. To Making say, his point, but go ahead. No. 
No, you you make a nil point in doing that though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. Um, but I said that to say, um, when it comes to like I said with the Father's Day, I feel like we should again let's just shine light on the positive. Let's focus on the fathers That's dope, yeah. who are doing who are doing a good job. If you have a if you have a baby fa- baby's father who's not doing a great job, then let's not shine light on that because at the end of the day, you got to think not about for him. Then you got it's not, but you got to <laughs> think about the kids. At the end of the day, you got at the end of the day, even when it comes to Mother's Day, Father's Day, birthdays, Christmas, whatever, it's about the children that you guys share. So let's let's focus on that because these children that you guys brought to this world is a blessing. So. Let's focus on Cause again You're like When you when you do stuff like that When you're being negative about well, My baby daddy ain't ish And all this other stuff And all oh, my father He ain't been in my life And he ain't ish da, da, da. It's like you Again you're taking away from The fathers who have been there in your, and have, who, have, who are doing a great job and, you, and, and then at the end of the day If you think about it There is a positive male influence In your life If you think about it Like yeah, it, it may not be your dad Or it may not be You know the baby's father or Whatever But you got like Maybe an uncle Or a teacher or you know, just somebody that a positive male role model has been in your life. Celebrate him. Celebrate that person because I mean, they 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 were instrumental in your life in some type of way. When you said shine light like um, on the positive, the fun thing about it that that's all it's for. So if it's a negative, like if it's you know a bunch of dads that are just not good dads, that day is not for them. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to. And you know how the post start. Shout out to the fathers that are doing good. Fathers doing <laughs> like no, this, no, that's it. Shout out to the father that's doing. Let's leave it at that. Don't talk about the one that's not doing good. Like if you have, if your kid's father, you feel like not doing their job to par, don't speak on it. Like just don't say nothing, cause you don't. You're not celebrating. It's a celebr- It's a day for celebration. Mm-hmm. That was like somebody's birthday, right? Like I said, it's, it's like you just celebrating the day you was born. You know what I'm saying? The day you were brought to the world. Uh, you and not gonna be like, oh, hey, birthday. I wish you died. You know what I'm saying? You're not yeah, gonna say that. Horrible. That's dumb. You know what I'm saying? It's all about celebration. If you don't like that person, you don't say happy birthday to the person, right? Right. You don't say right. after your birthday. You just you don't say nothing. You just don't say nothing. So that's the same thing for holiday. Mother's Day thing. Like if, if it's Mother's Day, it's all about appreciating the mom. Cause every day is Mother's Day. Every day is Father. It should be every day because every day you focus on your kids and trying to make them better. Damn third on doing your job. It's not a it's not a, it's not a days off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even your days off ain't days off because when you have your kids, you always worry about what your kids doing. Well, some people you should be. You know what I'm saying? But long story short, what I'm saying is it's a day for appreciation. So if you're not showing appreciation. You showing uh, disappreciation, that's a word I'm not sure, or unappreciation, it's, it's no day for that. They, have, they, don't have, they don't have no unappreciative Father's Day. Right. Now, if you want to make one, there's, there's, there's ways to go do that. And if you can do that, cool. But until then, let's just do, <laughs> let's just do Father's Day. <laughs> Keep it moving. If you got a bad, if your kid has a bad dad or not the part of your standards, sorry. You know what I'm saying? You made the choice. You got to deal with it. Vice versa with the mom, you know what I'm saying? But just move on. It's no, it's, it's, it's no, it's no choice in why not spit milk, like you know what I'm saying? It's, it's the appreciation. Appreciate or don't talk about it at all. It's pretty much, it's pretty simple I to have me. To concur with that, sir. I concur pretty simple to me. Now let's get into this uh, Beyonce uh, thing, mask. Be- you say mask? Is that what it's called? Mass. Mass. Yeah. Like mass Cathedral. Yeah. Mass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mass. I wrote mask down too. I'm like, okay. I, I thought maybe it was a church term I just didn't know about. You know what I'm saying? Or, no, 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 no. Beyonce, Beyonce mask. mask. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, basically, for those who don't know, this is out of San Francisco at Grace Cathedral. Um, it, it, I'm gonna read the article. This is from the San Francisco Chronicle. So kind of like the Gusta Chronicle, but you know, but San Francisco. In the bigger, yeah. yeah. 
Um, um, a diverse crowd of many ages, races, and denominations snaked, snaked through. Okay. Snaked through the courtyard at Grace Cathedral Wednesday night, waiting for the doors to open at the church's first ever Beyonce Mass. Staff at the es- Esco- Episcopal Cathedral <laughs> estimated that over 900 people came to the celebration of the traditional service using the music and social philosophy of the pop star. So it was announced on Face via Facebook post two weeks ago that the Beyonce Mass has now made local and international news. Produced by Grace Cathedral's contemporary cultural theme ministry called The Vine, founded by the Reverend Jude Harmon, the Mass is one of the three-part series that Grace calls Speaking Truth, The Power of Story and Community, uh, which aims to tell stories of the traditionally marginalized in Christianity, such as women and people of color. The idea sprang from a class called Beyonce and the Hebrew Bible, led by the Reverend Yolanda Norton, a San Francisco, San Francisco theological seminary assistant professor whose specialty is the Old Testament. One of her students is a pastoral intern at the cathedral, and a collaboration was born. So, for Norton, both the class and the mass came from the desire to explore female-centric interpretations of the Bible, specifically how biblical texts reflect African-American female identity. And her guest sermon Wednesday hit on her key themes. And then uh, Norton says, when we talk about women biblical interpretation, Beyonce felt like a natural fit. If we look at the trajectory of her person and her relationships, we can see so many issues black women face and how it can affect how we interpret the text. So um, the great, the grace cathedral services music was predictably, predictably from the canon of Beyonce and her former group, Destiny's Child, starting with the girl group hit Survivor. And then they sing, listen from Dream Girls. And then they sung some other songs as well. So um, people at the church were saying, I don't know that Beyonce necessarily intersects with religion, but religion intersects with everyone, every experience, every hardship, and every trial. Her lyrics speak to that all the time. Um, They also sung songs, Freedom and Flaws and All. Um, Bible readings from the book of Luke and Psalms were followed by those songs. And um, yeah, so that's pretty much what happened. Um, after the final live performance of the night to the song I Was Here, participants streamed out of the sanctuary back into California Street into the fading daylight. So that's how the article ended. Um, so pretty much, like yeah, I said, please, if you... If, please, please. Huh? I, I was about to say, I need a short version. Yeah, of that. I'm about to give you a short version. I want to read it so people... Because there's actually a video, right? Oh, okay. So, and I didn't want to play the video, but if you want to go to go type in Beyonce and Magic and watch the video, kind of give you a better effect. So pretty much what happened is these people are coming together um, this is based off the Reverend Yolanda. She has, she teaches a class, and she she ties in Beyonce as far as women empowerment, and she ties that in as far as bringing people to church. Okay. And so also using you know teaching of course teaching the Bible, but they're using her songs like flaws and all, and just tying that in I guess to God and how those songs fit into um how it could apply to people's lives. Okay. I guess from a a biblical standpoint. So that's pretty much. I guess I summed it up right. Yeah, I mean that makes that makes sense. But it's funny when you sum it that way. I don't know. My, I'm thinking a little differently at this point. But I, don't I know. think I summed it up. Right. I, I'm trying to sum it up like as objectively as possible without putting my personal feelings apart into it. Well, okay. Well, let's. You want to play the? Let's. let's, let's yeah. Get people so to say we want to hear. So we act. So I did do a poll. I did ask, after I played the video. I did reach out to some um, people. And I was like, Hey, what do you guys think about? The Beyonce mask. Some of you guys did call in, and we're gonna hear from you guys right now. So let's get to it. Hear what you have to say. This is Camille Robinson. How you doing, Augusta? And in reference to the Beyonce mask, 
I just think it's a hot mess. Um, I don't think that they're <laughs> worshiping Beyonce. I just think that they pick certain songs that could possibly use inspirationally in church, but I still feel it's inappropriate. And it's just only simple because her songs weren't created in a sense for worshiping God. Isn't that what praise and worship mm. is supposed to be for? Um, and I'm a huge Beyonce fan, so I know that her songs are, are meant for women empowerment and um, some of them are meant for sex. So changing the explicitness of it doesn't change the true meaning of what her songs are. If I'm sitting in church singing Beyonce songs, then personally, I'm going to want to sing the original words, not the words the church <laughs> are trying to change just to draw in a crowd. Much for calling in. Thank you, thank you, yes, thank you. All right, let's get to our next caller. All right, some valid points being made here. <laughs> all right, uh, next caller. Thank you for calling. Who was this, and where are you from? Hey, I'm Joe in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Philly. and I have absolutely no problem with the Beyonce mask uh, for the simple reason that it's just using uh, the woman's empowerment themes from her music to bring people closer to God in a worship setting. And we've been doing this for years. Uh, this is just a lot more unorthodox and in your face because they had a whole service dedicated to it instead of just merely writing songs like Kirk Franklin does and whatnot. Also, as I said on one of my posts, we used a sexual predator's song lyrics in church, R. Kelly. For years, so I don't understand Yikes. the issue with using Beyonce's <laughs> positive lyrics, you know, to empower people and bring them closer to God. And I'd love to see more of it, actually. She'd love to see more of it, actually. Also, I just wanted to add that I really feel okay. that uh, things like critical thinking, have a, having a good grasp on your own personal theology and not just something, regurgitating something that was, you know, just told to you for years and years and years in a church setting, um, you know, those things are important for your own personal relationship with God. So examining uh, the Beyonce Mass in its actual context and not what you think it is, just off, you know, off that, is really important. Good, um, good points there. I want to say just for the record, when it comes to R. Kelly and the I Believe I Can Fly, I never liked that song, and let me tell you why. Um, we, you know, when that song came out, of course, it was Space Jam, right? Mm -hmm. And um, they made us. I was in the fourth grade at the time. I think when that when that movie came out, I was playing the violin at that time. Like that was the go-to song for every every elementary school class. Still is, it, and it still is. <laughs> so it's like that song actually really gets on my nerves, and I did, and I didn't like it when Yolanda Adams redid it. I mean, I love Yolanda, don't get me wrong, but I didn't, you know, that. So the, for the records, I didn't really like. I can believe I can fly. So. Hmm. That's just. I thought it was pretty dope, man. <laughs> I actually believed I could fly. You, you did. Did you while. try to fly? Yeah. Every time I got to the tub, I had a towel. I put it on my neck. I thought it was Superman, but you know, that's mm. neither here nor there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, we have another caller. Um, all right, uh, tell us your name and where you're from. So, uh, yeah. The question. Um, again, let me do some context too before I answer the question. Uh. You might know, you might not. I am not Christian. Um, I haven't been Christian in about six and a half years. Uh, it started when I wanted a close relationship with God and had a couple questions about certain things growing up. I really didn't understand. Um, so I did my little research, whatever. I actually was doing a documentary. And just, you know, certain things didn't sit right. Uh, um, 
and then certain things that people know that they don't pass the information to either irregardless you know irregardless i do believe that um as long as you're not uh harming anybody or tricking anybody or destroying somebody um or blackmailing them as long as you can get them in the church i mean why not i feel like uh whatever whatever somebody's religion or faith or whatever if it works for them makes them a better person i'm all for it um and i was saying as well too like i know a lot of people when you saw the interviews was like like they were saying they were done with church they were never coming back et cetera, et cetera. And but they like Beyonce, so they were intrigued. A lot of people said they were intrigued. That's why they came out. And a lot of people said, you know, I'm gonna come back. It was pretty dope. You know, they did something different I ain't never seen before. And um, and I know a lot of people who like you know like the traditional thing. Like you know, I've seen some people put up you know this is blasphemous or whatever like that and everything. You know, and they're entitled to their their opinion. Um, I'm of the belief that you know, again, like I said, as long as you get them in there, you know what I mean, you can get their word, whatever. Uh, because I do know there's a lot of people, there's thousands of people that's growing every year. Some people are done with the church, you know what I mean? Uh, there's a lot of people who I know when I was doing the documentary or whatever, I talked to uh, certain people in the church and I talked to certain people out of the church and, you know, and there was a lot of people out of the church who were saying, you know, I'm not going back, I feel judged. I know two of my Marine buddies, they were gung-ho Christians growing up and one said that the church ruined him he'll never go back the other turned to a full-blown atheist so there's a so it's not every church but there are some that are that put bad taste in a lot of people's mouth who have put it down or some people feel like you know they're going to be judged uh either way and they worship at home like I know a lot of people like that who are like you know I don't go in because I feel like I'm being judged and you know it's supposed to be a place of peace or whatever and so I feel like again if you can get them in not under false pretenses uh not under duress not hurting anybody and nothing like that you can get them in there and they learn something or or felt great about their experience and they'll go back I mean I have no problem with them just using her name because I don't feel like uh I saw your sister talking about Kitty Cat I don't think they play those type of songs um but yeah so yeah that is everybody that called in thank y'all so much for calling in with your um with your opinions about Beyonce Mass a lot of uh different opinions some people who are against this some people who are all for it um you know you got a lot of opinions on Facebook so I'm not gonna read all those comments because it was it was a lot literally on um on my, on my status, literally like my notification was blowing up each time. So well, it's Beyonce, so you know I, I assume anything dealing with her, <laughs> especially when you got a chance to really be like, oh no, you know you're gonna, you yeah. gonna take that chance when it comes to Beyonce. Um, this is my thing on it. Um, okay, so I watched the video right, and when I first watched it, I gonna lie, I was just like, I already had my whole guard up when it comes when it, for, for me when it comes to god when it comes to jesus when it comes to my christianity i take that very seriously people may not know that but i take that very seriously only because i know how my relationship with him what that means to me i know what i've been through and i know what he's carried me through so i that's that's important to me so i'm already coming in when i saw beyonce and mass i'm already coming in like what is this because if for people who don't know there are people who actual people who worship beyonce like as yeah i was thinking a deity. That, yeah. Like they think she's like a god 
So I'm already coming into this video like, okay, what what is going on? So when I watched it the first time, I was like, okay, mm, this ain't sitting right with me because if you look at the, I'm looking at the audience, the people that's an audience. You know, they're raising their hand, lifting their hands, and you know, like what you do in church, you raise your hands. You know, when you feeling the song and you feeling led by the spirit, you raise your hand and worship and praise. To me, when I was watching, I was like, they are praising Beyonce. Like, what's what's going on here? Now, watching it again and actually reading the article, I see what the pastor was trying to do as far as um, she was saying, like, she, again, Beyonce is all about women empowerment. That's, you know, a lot of her lyrics about, you know, go, you go, girl, yeah, stand yeah, up for yourself, yeah. do your thing. You know, I'm breaking it down like layman's terms, but that's pretty much what the songs are like. <laughs> do your thing. Like, <laughs> do you, you know, do you go, girl? Um, but, um, you know, that she's, she's basically talking about, you know, especially women of color. Like, you know, be, you know, walk in your power and walk in your greatness. So I get how she's trying to use those lyrics, I guess, to bring people into the church. The thing that got, that got me, though, again, and people are different. This is what I wrote in my post. It's all about your mindset. Um, even when it comes to um, the the Christian faith, or because I know um, I brought this up in one of my comments, but one of our callers brought it up too, as far as um, Kurt Franklin and stuff like that. Um, it's again, it's all about when you first. For me, it's all about when you first heard the song. I, my Godfather, he told me this. I was younger. I didn't understand it then, but I understand it now. He said he can't listen to Kurt Franklin. And not because Kurt Franklin is a bad person or because his lyrics aren't powerful or they touch lives or anything. It's because sometimes, well, not a majority of the time, he uses music like from back in the day, mm-hmm. like, you know, 70s, 80s music, whatever. And so to my godfather, when he hears the music, he thinks about the secular song or the, you know, the R&B song yeah. or whatever. He's not thinking about the the gospel lyrics. So it's hard for him to kind of listen to that song. I made the same example when it comes to Mary Mary and T.I. There's a song, Mary Mary has a song called Walking. It's the same beat as T.I.'s Why You Wanna Do That. Same as that beat. It's a little, you know, I got little differences here and there, but it's the same, it's the same beat. So it's like, if you listen to T.I. first, then you, when you hear Mary Mary's song, you're gonna think T.I. possibly. But when you hear Mary Mary's song, if you heard that first, then when you hear it in church, it doesn't really, it probably won't affect you because yeah. you're not thinking about T.I., you think about Mary Mary. So I think it. I think music affects people differently. Yeah. And I know people try to really use the argument as far as the Beyonce mask, but to me, if I were to go to a Beyonce mask, I'm not thinking about Jesus. I'm not thinking about God at all. Like even even if you try to flip it to where like, yo, this is about you know your empowerment and your you know you you a survivor and all this other stuff. I'm thinking about what the Beyonce concert I saw on DVD. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, that makes it's, sense though. It's about it's about it's about everybody's mindset. So I'm not gonna be like, "Yo, you wrong," but you can't tell me or anybody else who feel like that's not cool. But you you know, can't tell them they're wrong either. You know, it's like I guess too. What difference like between what, what you would be is like uh, you already are a church church goer too. You know what I'm saying? So like that wouldn't be technically speaking for you. I guess like it wouldn't. They, they don't need to lure you in with Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Because right. you in already. You you in the that's the traditional way I don't know Like you just there You know what I'm saying Um For somebody that Maybe like People like That just don't They just don't They don't They don't get it. Like they don't They don't like church music They don't like this that and third That might be a way For them to ease on into it Maybe because they like Beyonce or something like that And like you said They might be You might, you might hear music And you're gonna think About A Beyonce song So you're not thinking about church Right But when they have no connection to church 
they not thinking about it like that. They're just thinking like, oh, this is what that meant. So let's say, for instance, I don't, I don't know. Long as they, to me, as long as they using a song like, uh, like frequent dress. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, you know, what I'm saying I don't want to hear that. But no, Jesus wore a robe. You know, what I'm saying I don't want to hear none of that. You know, what I'm saying like I want to hear like it, it's songs. She has because you gotta understand she comes from a a, a, a a religious background anyway. Like mm-hmm. from, from my understanding, they they've been at religious shows. I've seen them perform religious serial songs and things like that. So it's not hard to really kind of. Make a, a a Beyonce comparison with that, you know what I'm saying? It, it did depend what song you use. Obviously, I, I agree with one of the girls said earlier, like it's some songs you think sex when you hear it. So if it's one of them songs, yeah, I don't want to hear Crazy in Love. Mm, well, I don't know. No, I don't know. Crazy in Love might work. I don't no, know. No, it, it won't. So for me, well, it, see, that's because you ready. You ready in church, right? They ain't gonna do it if you listen. No, to the because lyrics. it's saying no. I, Nah, yeah, I do. No. I, I, I listen to it a little, but what I'm saying is the message for the song I'm talking about. Not you breaking down lyric, 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 lyric. I think the message of the song is just being in love, with whatever. Some people feel like they just in love with God, in love with Jesus. I, I don't know. That's a little you strange. might. No, I don't. I don't know because I mean everybody different. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody feel everybody, everybody feel different when it comes to type religion stuff like that. I, mean, I feel you, but um, okay. So then there was also the argument as far as I know. One of the callers made uh, argument about people who fall out of church or they done with church or whatever. I made this point. I made this point. Um, because again, sometimes we do look at people and we allow them to influence whether what are we gonna do or not. Like a lot of people get upset with the pastor, or if the pastor did something that's like really outlandish. Then you're like, well, I'm not going to church anymore. Um, and I made this post. I said because you know, again, celebrities fall from grace all the time. Apparently, for doing stuff. I said if Beyonce were to do something that's like. We not fooling with Beyonce no more. Does that affect the people that go like that are going to church because they were brought in because of Beyonce? Because again, if you if if you put in that context of the reason why I don't go to church is because the church did me wrong or somebody at the church did me wrong or the pastor. I think that would I, I think that would happen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like so then so so you're again. I, I, I'm all about um, being creative. And doing something different to bring people in, because again, people aren't aren't really coming to the church because of tr- tradition, like how you know when people used to really go. But you, people aren't coming traditionally, so you got to think of, think of different ways to bring them in. However, the focus should always be about God, like, and that's just to me. I feel like if you bringing people in based off of okay, we're gonna do Beyonce. Okay, so what if you, so what you gonna do next week? What well, that, that's what I'm like. Well, you know what I'm saying? So let's say for the for the mask, right? I don't know if that's something she's doing all the time. She's gonna do the mask with different people. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but but you know, it, it just it just depends on their goal. You know how people do like little they do things where it's like, well, if we touch one kid, that's enough. Like it'd be a thousand kids that go to this camp or whatever camp. But if one kid passed or happened to do something good in life, I feel like I made a difference. Mm-hmm. That could be the case with this particular person. I don't know. They feel like I'm gonna do this if one person start coming to church. I'm cool with that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how much preparation right. you put into that. I just. I just think the. I think the problem, for me, like I said, I just only speak for me. But I think the problem again is it's about the focus and the reasoning of wanting to go go to church in the first place. Again, it's about it should be about God. It should be about you know Christ. It should be about again developing that relationship. And I think. I think if you put if you if you use somebody like Beyonce like she's like you know that's to me that that shifts the focus um as much as you try to say well I'm using that to relate people to to God it's kind of like people it's like it's to me it just look like people are going to church for Beyonce versus I really want to go to learn more about how can I strengthen my relationship with God 
Um, well, you know, okay. I, mean, I guess let me ask you. I guess it's, I, I guess I get where you going with that. But I guess it's different between me and you because I think for me personally, you probably more religious person than I am. Um, when I was younger, right, I remember I, I played basketball. Mm. So in order to play basketball, you had to go to Sunday school, mm. right? So we all went to Sunday school mm. during basketball season, though. I didn't go when it wasn't basketball season. There was no tournament. Go, I just didn't go. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I had to go when I was with my grandparents, but then I stopped messing with them. But my grandparents, they owned, they, they owned the church. They was like pastor, first lady. Mm-hmm. I just I couldn't get with it because I hated wake. I hated waking up that early for one, and I think that they would go like from open to close. Mm-hmm. Usually, no, because you know, you, you, I open to close a long time for me. For somebody that I don't go to church, I didn't, I didn't go. So I went to I went over there with them. It was like wake up at seven. He went and picked up everybody that hit hit pick up for church. Like he had a van, mm-hmm. and then we would go. He opened up. Set up, and then we had church, and then we have Sunday school, and like, it was just long. It was like a long process. Sunday was like a long day for me when I would go over there. But long story short, what I was saying is, we would only go to Sunday school because mm-hmm. we was in basketball program. Like, was that, is that is that to say like they shouldn't they shouldn't have did that because it shifted the folks from we just we just want basketball. But they felt like, well, it's Sunday. We put them in there. We could tell maybe something we say might resonate with them, mm-hmm. and they take it. Cause we live in. The, I, I'm from. I'm from New York. Cause it was a rough place. Mm-hmm. That part I lived. It was rough. So like, we didn't have. I can't say I remember anything from the church. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I mm-hmm. can't say I remember anything. But I wasn't like that bad of a kid to, that I needed to take that with me everywhere I went. But some of them was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they probably looked at it like. It's a again. That's but there's a that's kind of a difference. I think that was just more of a creative way of saying okay, trying to bring y'all in versus using this pop star that's bigger than life to some people. A lot well, of people. That's what I'm saying. That's what's bigger than like that's what we have. Where we from? Like, well, Beyonce was out that time, but I'm saying she was. And but also, was but then also too, how old were you? I was like nine. Okay, eight, yeah. 11. See, nine to fifteen. 14. These are full blown adults. I'm talking about people who really have can have some type of understanding. Um, yeah, that's that's that's. I think that's two different things. I wouldn't say that they shouldn't have did that for y'all as far as basketball. I mean, that's like when you do like vacation Bible school or different things like that. You, when people do vacation Bible school, all the kids that come to vacation Bible school don't go to church. It's just it's vacation Bible school is a week long thing of, yeah, of fun I, activity. And so I guess what I'm saying is like, what's the difference between all that? What's the major difference between what she was doing, what they normally no, do? No, anyway? the, the the difference in. Again, I don't know people's mindsets. What I'm saying is, from what I'm seeing, is it looked like more so people was there for to 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 uh, I guess I don't want to say worship because I it didn't I, that's that's kind of false pretense. But it looked like more, again more the focus was on Beyonce versus God. But, that's uh, what it looked uh, like to uh, me. Well, on a vacation, um, uh, on a vacation, um, what you said, Bible study. <laughs> Bible well, are they more most of kind of vacation or are they studying the Bible? No, no. <laughs> that's that's no. all I want to ask. No, no, no. You know, I don't know why they call it vacation Bible school. Well, vacation. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's but because but it's not a vacation. Where y'all go? No, it's at church. Oh, yeah, to be chilling, playing. Just yeah, kicking? it's at church. So they just kicking it. They ne- but okay. So <laughs> next, ne- the next time, let me tell you, the next time you have a vacation, I want you to go. I want you to go to everybody and test them on the Bible and, and tell me who knows something. Uh, then test them on vacation and tell me who knows. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't go nowhere. I mean, well, some no, some churches on the last day. It's at my church. Um, this is before my father came past. This is the church we used to go to. Um, we had like a big jamboree on Fridays. So it was like you had like the games and stuff on Friday after whatever. So, but some churches do actually go out of town on on the last day. I don't know. Every every church is different. But like I said, I think again, again, this is. I think it come, comes back to mindset. I think it's just everybody's mindset is different. Um, I'm not knocking after watching it again. I'm not knocking her specifically again if that's what you want to use. But again, you have to understand again. I, I don't think. 
I think the to me just off of watching it, it's still a focus thing for me. I just I just feel like again, if I were to go to a Beyonce mask again, I, it's just like I'm not I'm not focused on God. I'm, I'm going to focus on Beyonce, but you, like you said, it, it's it's from it's that's under, a, understanding your perspective of it because you don't really go to church like that. That's a dope thing between like me and you. We yeah. both have like because your perspective going to be different than mine. Yeah. we both live different. But I can respect so. I can respect your perspectives of it though, because like I said again, it's like there are a lot of people who who think like that. Um, but like I said again, I I still want to challenge and saying that because people again the argument is well I stopped going to church because such and such. But then it's like, oh, Beyonce, it sounds very mm-hmm. interesting. But I challenge you to think about it again. If Beyonce were to do something wrong, would you continue to go to church? She ain't going to do nothing wrong, though. Ha. Huh. She not. Ha. Huh. Okay, we'll see. I know she ain't, man. We'll see. You, okay, we'll see. I, I told you I got the forecast, man. Let me I got tell the you, forecast she, no, let me Beyonce. tell you, people, people do stuff wrong. It's all about your PR team. She was, and she has a bomb PR team. Right. So you're she never, always, you're right. You'll that's never find out is. anything. If if any, if she ever does something, you'll never find out because she has a bomb PR team. So nah, as long as she keeps that, she good though. But I, I don't, yeah, you know how that goes. Mm, you know, she got. You know what? Now I think about it, she got to do something really, really, really bad for us to even know. Now I think about it. Imagine that. It's not a good PR team. Like you know, for us to know. Mm-hmm. Whew, mm. Either somebody get fired, one or the other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying right now, either that's somebody get fired. Right. Um, <laughs> speaking of. Uh, I don't know. I, I was speaking up, but I had no speaking up. <laughs> I do want to get into the uh, interview because that was funny to me. Like we had yeah. a fun interview. Um, so I want you to go introduce that interview so we can get that. Yeah, we're gonna take, the- let's take a break first, and then we'll go into the interview. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah, let's do. So we'll take a break. This is a song. Listen to this song. Check this out. We'll be back with actor comedian Kente Scott. You're watching. You're watching. You're listening to Fire and Ice. <laughs> Unless you're on my Snapchat, then you're watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of heaven, boy, where your wings at? To me, you're a stranger. But there's one thing I know for sure. I, you are the greatest. It's so wild, it blows my mind that I cannot shake you. Boy, I just met you and I cannot take you or what your name is. There's something about you and I can't explain it. Oh, where you're saying? I bet they flock to you like Christ in the manger. Oh, Lord, praise him. Cause one thing's for sure, he made you amazing. I'm sensing some danger in how I'm feeling can't fake it. It's so different now. And I'm feeling your vibe. I'm so different now. Don't even know you this so upside down. But let me love you, I'll turn your life around We can rock this out Yeah, yeah We can rock this out Oh, yeah We can rock this out Oh, oh I barely know you Baby, I need you and I do not mean to 
Song. Who's that? AE. AE the cool. AE the cool. Yes. You know her? Yes, I do. Oh. One of my homies. I thought it was like a real, like not that a real artist. But I thought like some <laughs> alone, no artist. Like no, nah, that's AE out of Augusta, Georgia. Yes, that was Danger. Well, we need to have her on a show or something. Absolutely. That's a dope song. Absolutely. We will make I wouldn't it. say it was dope. Wasn't dope. Like, I'm listening to him. Like, okay, that's why I ain't say turn it off. I'm like, okay. Cause <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna be honest with you. We had. We, we wasn't gonna play a whole song. Be honest with you, okay. But if someone's that dope, I want yeah, to play the whole song. Yeah, he was bobbing. I was like, because originally we was like we were just gonna play a snippet, and then he just kept going. I was like, hey, hey we're gonna stop it. I like good music, man. That's that's that's, that's dope. We definitely. She can. She, she need to come inside in studio. Okay, I'll, I'll hook it up. Yeah, hook that up, man. Yes, AE the cool. Y'all check her out. Go to her. Um, she's on SoundCloud. Um, AE the cool. Type that in. Go to the page. Google dope. her, man. She's dope. She's dope. She's dope. 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 That's all I can say. We got, we got somebody else dope. So, gonna yeah. get into that interview. Uh, yeah, let's get into the interview. Um, let's, let's let's not keep the listeners waiting longer. Yes. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys. We are back with right. our special guest, Fire and Ice. We are back with our special guest for this podcast. Um, now, if you watch a lot of '90s television, which which we do. We see the best television there is Best era ever Obviously um, But you've seen this man You know he's been on shows Like the Parkers um, Smart guy uh, The Parenthood Like just a whole bunch of stuff You guys have, have seen him And he, uh, he was on a web series Called Class Dismissed He is now um, Doing his thing on the role As a comedian Let's give it up for actor And comedian Kente, Kente. Scott Kente Scott What's going on man? What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? It makes me feel old in the mug. Why? <laughs> <laughs> He's still hanging on. Give it up for the oldest man in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I think I think Morgan Freeman got you by a couple decades, man. <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. You got me by like three weeks. <laughs> three weeks. Oh man. Um. Well, again, thank you for joining us today, man. Um. You know, let's let's go ahead and start it off. Of course, again. 90s era We gotta start yeah. off with that um, Tell us about your experience You know acting on On the shows And you know How did you get started With acting uh, Well actually I, I'm originally from Oakland uh, Came down here When I was Yacht 17 town. To go to UCLA Okay And kind of fell into acting I was uh, in the UCLA gym Playing basketball And the guy came up to me And asked me And a couple of friends If we wanted to You know Audition for a commercial And I was like Alright He took a it's how old it was. He took a Polaroid of us. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. And then we signed a name on the back of the Polaroid. And off of that, I got a commercial uh, playing uh, shooting baskets in the Cleveland Power Company commercial and started doing commercials while I was in college. And then uh, towards my senior year, got an agent and started going out on auditions for 
TV shows and and uh, and movies. So okay. I kind of it kind of chose me. I didn't come out here with the with the dream of being in entertainment. Well, can can, can I ask you? You say you did commercials in college, right? Were, were, mm-hmm. they, were they paying commercials? You, what, what, I didn't hear you. Were they paying commercials? Oh yeah, yeah. That's what so, I was talking about. Yeah. What, what was that? <laughs> what was that? Commercials, yeah. What, uh, what was that first Nintendo, check like? The first commercial I ever did, uh, first national commercial I ever did was Nintendo. Wow. Uh, commercial, <laughs> and then a bunch of them like KFC uh, when they first came out with popcorn chicken, uh, Nike commercials. Uh, yeah, it's a bunch of them. I got a whole burger. Every every food, every fast food restaurant. I think I've done a commercial for them. <laughs> sure of five guys <laughs> that's what's up now um you know going to commercials into tv now tell us mm-hmm. um if you had to pick a television show that you had the most fun working on which one would it be oh ooh, that's a tough one that's a tough one uh the, it, it would be between the parkers and half and half because okay. the parkers everybody on there from Monique to Countess Vaughn to uh, Dorian Wilson, who played Professor Ogilvy, to uh, Yvette Wilson, uh, rest in peace. Uh, everybody was cool. It was like, you know, as soon as you got there, they, you know, accepted you as like family. You came in, you ate with them, you know, you got some of the wardrobe if it fits you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that one, and then half and half, I knew uh, Essence Atkins and, uh, and, uh, Melinda Williams, who was playing my wife uh, in that episode. So I already had a relationship with them. So that was just like coming in and playing with your friends. So those two That's dope. That's were dope. by far the best sets I have, I have was on. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, ask, do, you think, like, do, you, do you remember every show you played on? Like, can you give us a rundown of some shows you played on? <laughs> uh, yeah, for the most part, I can. Uh, the first speaking line I ever had was on uh, In the House with LL Cool J. I love that show. Yeah. So that was that was that was my my uh breaking my 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 speaking line cherry, if you will, on that one. Uh I was on uh Smart Guy, reoccurring on there, half and half, uh Family Matters, the Parenthood, uh really bad cop show on TNT, <laughs> or T- yeah, TNT at the time called LA Heat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> played a gang member on there twice. I was always, I was, I was always the go-to gang member who could be reformed by his his mentor. So by the end of the episode, I put the gun down. <laughs> that was my role if I ever played a gangster. <laughs> now we are we are in the age of reboots. Obviously, you know every scene, like mm-hmm. every '90s show is being rebooted. Now, right. if you could pick a show or any shows that you would like, to, are there any shows that you like to see rebooted? Man, I I I don't really like seeing shows rebooted because I feel like they never do them justice when they mm. come back. It's like you point. know just leaving where they are. But if I had to pick one, uh, ooh. Ooh, let me think. That's a hard one. That's a, that's a tough one because I'm trying to think of the shows that I actually now. Okay, I'm tell you one. It wasn't in the '90s, but it was my favorite show growing up. And I used to want to have a car like this. They bring Knight Rider back and do it right. They want to, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll be forget I'll about be, that one. Uh, that ain't Knight that. I'll be Michael Knight in that. One. <laughs> yeah. So none of so none of the shows that you've been on, you you don't want to see like come back. Nah, uh, because they were like you know it was like. 
moments in time. And, you know, you, you like they did with Roseanne, they brought them all back and all of them look really old and weathered. Oh, wow. Old and <laughs> yeah, weathered. I don't want to see any of the Parker folks come back and be like, whoa, that's what y'all looking like now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see the little brother from Moesha all grown. Man, like, what's up, Mo? Like, you still in the house? You need to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously, he's cracking us up. He is a comedian. I about to say that. Yeah, yeah he's he so, real funny. I right. tell you that. So, tell us how you got into this journey of, um, you know, comedy. Well, comedy also started in college. You know, I come from a family that sits around and bags and jokes on each other real hard. So, I was raised in that. And one, one. Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving, my mom's came down and she was like, I'm not leaving L.A. until you get on stage somewhere. So after she stayed for the first week, I saw she was kind of serious about it. So <laughs> I uh, went to the comedy store, which is in Hollywood, and did three minutes. They laughed. And I was like, OK, I think I might know what I'm doing. And then I, I every every year at UCLA, I'd buy a book that didn't have anything to do with my my schoolwork. And I bought this book called. The Art of Stand-Up Comedy by Judy Carter. And on the back, it had her phone number, and it said she did a workshop. So I took her workshop twice, and from then, you know, did my first paid gig back in my hometown of Oakland at one of the roughest comedy clubs you can ever go to called The End Zone. And the rule was if the audience, if one of the dudes in the front row, which was all killers, wow, <laughs> if they told you, hey, look here, player, you're going to wrap it up. We're tired of you. <laughs> Then you wrap it up. They tired of you, <laughs> but they didn't say that to me to let me get through my ten minutes. So I felt like I was doing something. So that that's where it all started. That's <laughs> in the hood up. in that's, Oakland. That's what's up. <laughs> well, let me ask you this: and being in in, in, the, in the I guess the comedic world in today's era, a lot of people give like flack to the artists, like well not artists, but the comedians like Kevin Hart. Um, what, like when it comes to comedy, how hard is it to actually be funny every single time you step on stage? Well, uh, that's 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 the thing about like comedy. Like I tell folks, comedy is like golf. Like if you look at Tiger Woods and all them folks, you'd be like, "Ain't that hard? I can go do that." <laughs> and then you go try to hit a golf ball, and you're like, "This don't make no sense. <laughs> There's no way I'm supposed to be doing this with my arms." Uh, so that's what it is with comedy. Like people see comedy, and most comedians make it very look very effortless on stage. But to get to that, they don't see the, the hours that the people put in and the and the booze that they got and the rejections and the and the L's they've taken on stage to build their set. So it it, it it's a grind. Like it's an art to comedy. Like there's an art to telling a joke. And it's an art to telling jokes for two hours to make folks pay attention and laugh till their face hurts. Right. Um, now you also um, ventured into the web series world. Mm -hmm. um, you were in the uh, web series "Classes Missed," um, starred yeah. Nakia Baris. Um, so, tell us about that. Tell us about your character on that show. Uh, on on that show, on uh, "Class Dismissed," I play a character which is a stretch for me. I play a PE teacher who aspires really to be a stand-up comic. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> You know, I was like, okay, I, I can try that. I can try and see if I can make that work. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's a he's a he's a slacker as a PE teacher because he really wants to be a stand up comic, and he's not really that funny as a stand up comic either. So <laughs> he he hates his day job, but he's not good enough at his at his comedy life to be uh to give it up. So 
you know, he takes it out on the kids. Gotcha. Well, my um, yeah. my friend Chantel Willis, she was actually on season three. She played one of the parents that was harassing oh. you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your friend yeah. was the parent played the parent who had the crush on me. Right. And uh, I I don't I don't in this I, I I'm a I'm a member of the uh, class dismissed hashtag Me Too movement because of <laughs> how she accosted me in my classroom. <laughs> Right. Um, but now, so whatever happened to the show? Because, like, it just kind of stopped. So, like, yeah. what happened? Well, they, uh, we, we had some interest from a couple of networks like BET. So, uh, Nakia is repackaging it because she really, really wants it to be, and it's funny enough to be a, not, not just a web series, but an actual sitcom on on network so she's repackaged it and is uh shopping it as we speak okay yeah cool that's what's up yeah yeah you're trying to be like uh like isa like isa ray just going to take it from the from the webs straight to hbo or somewhere like that hey that'll be dope that would definitely be dope well, let me ask you because I know you, you're doing a comedy thing, and I, I guess for me, I, I'm a, I'm really interested in people that do comedy and just comedians in general because it's very really mm-hmm. good. You get to talk to them and ask them a lot of questions. So, I want to ask you like when you when you getting booked for a show, right? Like, w- w- what's your preparation for that? Is it like for w- whether it's a club or arena or you know whatever it is? Like, do you prepare differently mm-hmm. depending on the venue? Oh, you're breaking up. Hello. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wanted to, I was asking you, do you do you prepare for like for uh, an event or something you book for whether it's you know c- comedy, do you prepare for that differently based on the venue? Is it based on like the location? Uh no, it is 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 really based on the time they give you. Like okay. that's how that you know cuz as a comedian, you you know the the jokes you're going to tell uh for but you, you they got to let you like when somebody books you and and let's say for a non-arena event, and they say we want you to do an hour. I know they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you you can't afford me for an hour without a sponsor, and not to be not to be you know grandiose or feel like I'm feeling myself or anything like that. But an hour of comedy is an HBO special, mm, it's exactly. a Netflix special. Yeah, so you got to have some money behind you for that. So if somebody books me for say thirty minutes, then I know. I prepare 30 minutes worth of jokes, give or take 10 minutes. I usually put 10 more minutes on it because I like to play with the audience. I like to get them involved. I like to talk to them a little bit. So it it depends on how much time they give you is how I prepare for that that event. We, we spoke about like booze earlier, and I, I, I'm just curious, like, as a comedian, do you anticipate that? Like, do you do you think, okay, if they boo, I got this go-to line or I, I'll uh, stop this yeah, session? It's, it's, it's been a long time since I've been booed. Oh, <laughs> but, okay. Okay. Because, okay. Talk your talk. Because, talk your I, talk. I, no, no. And I say that because I tell, because I teach a, a boot camp for aspiring comics, and I tell them if they're booing, that means they still paid attention. You just struck a nerve. Mm. Now, which really hurts is when it's dead silence mm. because that means the audience has checked out on you and we really wish you would get off on stage <laughs> so that we could see the next person. That's, 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 so, a, that's a dope perspective. Yeah. <laughs> and I got I got booed before I got booed. I got a vicious booing. It's like a legendary booing. Uh, I was auditioning for Def Jam at uh, mm. the, the comedy store. Guy Tory was the host. And I, I was telling a joke about Muhammad Ali. Now, I didn't know Muhammad Ali's daughter 
worked at the comedy store as the hostess. Oh, wow. So I told a joke about Muhammad Ali, and I was like, he was shaking so bad. looked like I thought he was going to burn down all of Atlanta with the torch. And <laughs> <laughs> they they chuckled like that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they for, they remembered who was in the audience, and the booze came from the back like a wave. Wow. <laughs> that and, and took me over, and it bounced off the back wall, and it was just booze for the rest of my set. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. And then afterwards, they were like, yeah, you probably shouldn't have told that joke. Muhammad Ali's daughter was here. I was like, why ain't nobody tell me that? Y'all set me up. That's cold. <laughs> um, now, you said you teach a camp. Now, for anybody that's interested in getting into comedy, like, what advice would you give them? Uh, first of all, go to an open mic and just do it. Second of all, I would say either read a book on stand-up or go to a, a, a workshop so that you could learn how to write a joke. Like, everybody's good at telling stories to their friends who are funny who mm-hmm. you know quote unquote funny but your friends are your friends so they're going to listen to your story right if you do stand up you got three minutes to five minutes so in that first minute you got to get them so you can't get up there and be like yeah you know when she had green eyes and then she had a big old booty you know no you got to come with a a punt a setup which is based on a premise which is your point of view and then you got to hit them with a punchline. you got to get the audience in that first minute right for them to pay attention to your other three to five minutes. If you don't, then they just be sitting up there like, well, when is this dude getting off the stage? Man, Twitter is cool right now. Let me see what's happening on Instagram. Let me get these likes up. So, <laughs> yeah, so what I would say to them is, is, is do your research. Learn it. It's, it's, don't take it for granted. It's, a, it's, a, it's an art. It's a skill. But you can do it if you practice it. You know, there's a, like I tell, tell folks to take my class, I can help you get to be Charlie Murphy who worked tremendously toured everywhere. But I, Eddie Murphy is a God given gift. Eddie Mm. Murphy, Richard Pryor, those type of people, that's a gift, but you can learn the talent and be good enough to work. If you put in the hours. Facts. Definitely. Yeah. So what's, what's next for you, sir? Uh, what's next for me right now? I'm about to, uh, write my first, uh, screenplay. I'm adapting this book. And for uh, the studio out here, so getting into that, about to get in my writer phase. I uh, got a sitcom that my sister and I wrote based on true to life events in my family called Back in the Nest. Uh, about two grand two grandparents who are separated but have to move in and live with their uh, grown daughter and her and their granddaughter. Okay. And they have a son who's a stand up comic who doesn't want them to know how well he's doing. Because he didn't want either one of these crazy folks living in this house. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that is in in development right now. Uh, so hopefully, you know, next pilot season that'll be on on the docket of of folks uh, getting cast and we get that moving. Um, and what else next? Uh, just hitting the road. I got a show. Uh, got three shows this weekend. I'll be in Newport Beach, then Inglewood, California, and then up to Fresno, California, Memorial Day weekend. And then uh, heading to Miami and the Bahamas in June. Okay, cool. That's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. Now, mm-hmm. if people want to reach out to you, you know, keep up with what you're doing, how can they do so? Oh, I'm on all the social medias at Contagious, K E N T E G I O U S, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter. I ain't on Snapchat. So, whatever <laughs> else out there. Yeah. Facebook, Kente Scott. All you got to do is put in K E N T E S. 
and then my name will come up on anything, Google anything. Ain't too many Kente Scots in the world. I think I might be the only one. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. And you can check out my website at kentescott.com. Check out clips and see where I'm gonna be next, and get some merchandise from selling T-shirts and wristbands and uh, you know. Water bottles, if I can put my name on them. Spend some money. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, man. Well, Kente, thank you so much for taking the time out to be on fire, and I really appreciate word, you, sir. Word, word. Um, uh, thank you, thank you. And, appreciate. And good luck to you and all your future endeavors, and you know, hopefully, we'll see your show next, next, next fall, next, you know, next winter, something like that. But as long as we see it on TV, that'd be dope. Yes, sir. Hey, from your mouth to God's ears, you called it. I claimed it. Hey, that was up. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, we're going to take a quick break um, here on Fire and Ice. So, All right. we'll be right back. Be right back. Open your eyes. 
That was AE again. That's showing dope too. Yeah, man. AE. AE the cool. Now that's dope. That's dope. Um, yeah, she got a lot of great music, y'all. So look her up, please. Uh, Google her, AE um, the cool or AE Elam. Uh, but just go to SoundCloud, AE the cool. Type that in, get all that music. And if you got good music, send us some music. I, I, I repeat, good music. Good clean music. I'm sorry. Yeah, good we clean need that clean, clean music because we're. But not- if it's if it's really good, I'm not gonna lie. I might try to clean it myself. Oh, but that's it's just main will. Well, it's if it, if it's really good, Carlton yeah. Won't. But uh, you know, it gotta be good. That's 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 the main thing. Though. But what clarifies something that's good? My ears. <laughs> <laughs> My ears. That's it. Plus, I don't know if we have time for that debate again. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm not. I'm not opening that door, man. I'm, I'm keeping that door yeah, a lot. Keep that I'm door keeping that door closed. a lot. Um, speaking of best, um, I heard that the best wedding of all time happened this year. Really? It happened uh, this week. Really? I heard. I, I don't know because I, I see people woke up early in the morning to yes. watch a wedding. Yes. For people that ain't know. <laughs> but no. <laughs> but then I also know these same people like they miss their friends' weddings. Or maybe don't Ooh. attend. Shade versus truth. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know about weddings because I don't know anybody that's married. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Anybody man. I know kind of smart, so it, they don't really do all that. But wow, uh, it just, just just respect their youth. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, where are you going with this, sir? I'm not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? trying to be like, where, I'm where just are chilling. we going? Um, I'm confused. Oh, the royal wedding. Okay, because yeah, I was like, yeah. what's going on here? Yes, the royal wedding did happen, of course, um, with uh, Meghan Markle. And Prince Harry. Yo, let me tell you, Is right? It Harry? I Harry? I get Harry. 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 Let, let me look. Make sure but, I'm right. No, I know I said because I want people kept saying Harry. Oh, let's let's trade Harry for Kanye. Let's do this and that. I'm like, who is Harry? I'm thinking I'm thinking some Augusta local stuff. I'm like, who is Harry? And somebody said, oh, at a Prince wedding. Oh, Mustafa. I got so mad. I'm like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why are we talking about this You know what I'm saying I didn't understand But I, I guess Yes it is Prince Harry And um, Meghan Markle Meghan Markle um, She was an actor She had the She was I think she was on Suits Anyway she was on the USA show But you know She met Prince Harry Suits I did see that show before There was a, I, I think I'm right though I think it's Suits But they were They met Fell in love She decided to Give the acting up And now she is So was it Was it a big deal Because she was black well, basically, the big thing is, like I say, because she's African American and also she, she's divorced, so she she was married previously. There are, there are a lot of rules uh-huh. when, I, it well, the, when, when it comes to the. Can I ask? You, well, what's the special about being black and divorced? Because that's like a lot. No, of I'm it. saying, but there's a lot of rules that comes to being a part of the royal family. Oh, so like there's a lot of rules. Like you have to wear leggings. She doesn't wear leggings, from what I hear. She got a nice body. She's she's very pretty. Hold on, me, well, keep talking. I'm go, yeah, go ahead and look her. What's her name? You said Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. Yeah. Megan Markle. Yeah, go, yeah. Go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Megan Markle. <laughs> Why he's looking her up. But yeah, there's plenty of rules, a lot of rules to the whole um to the to the royal family. And again, she kinda just she it basically the whole theme of the wedding was like it's about love. Like what love truly is. Hold on, she's not black. All, she's 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 African American. Where? She's mixed, bruh. She's African American. Oh, okay, they don't count. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, go, she, go. That does count. Nah, I, nah, I, I, bro. I, I, nah, I, I, bro. I, 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 thought, I thought she was like a full blown sister. That or counts. She's African American. She has black in her. She's sister, like S I S T A H, not A. So anyway, sh- stop it. Let's not listen to me on that. She one. got nice lips. I mean, but 
Anyway, but she might be black. Then she do, stop it. She basically, like I said again, it's kind of it's historical in a way. Like I said, it's it's a lot of lot of traditional things that that is supposed to be happening as far as when you find a wife, they basically defied all those rules. So it was really it's really a wedding about true love. Now was I really <laughs> was I really willing to get up at four a.m. in the morning? No, that's enough for me, Alex. Because that's uh, of course with the time difference, it was four a.m. over here when the wedding started. So when it came on TV. I was hey, that was, was, that, was that Saturday or Sunday? Saturday, because the man of the year thing was Friday, so it was Saturday. Saturday. What was I doing? I, I was asleep. asleep. Yeah, I was looking at my eyelids. Yeah, I'm never. I'm never waking up to watch somebody's wedding. I'm never waking up to go to anybody's wedding. No, anybody in person. Like, I don't I'm, care. I'm, I don't know if I know you. Even if you decide to have a four year wedding, I'm not, I won't be there. So yeah, like be be be, be respectful. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, <laughs> that's enough for me. I don't even like weddings to begin with. Me neither. So you, I just actually came to that realization. I said I don't really like weddings. But that that so that was all a fuss about, what that 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 was it. No, I mean it, it's a big thing because again it's it's a lot of again a lot of traditions that they didn't follow. So that's well, why I know I don't a, I don't want to see her thing. in leggings. I know that much. So what I said I'm not really trying to see her in leggings, but <sighs> she had a nice face. Stuck on the leggings, Lord. I, nah, cause you, uh, you said that's what. Said, but that's what, that was one of the traditions. Somebody told a, me somebody told me you're supposed to wear leggings. But you said she was black. I said black leggings. I'm thinking you know. But no, nah, this is not. This is not. What I, this is not what I envisioned. But yeah, you know, kudos to them. Hope they make it. I, I don't see why they wouldn't. But that's that's odd to put her in the category of black and divorce. I would be thinking about something totally different. But uh, I, she wasn't suits. I think I did see her in suits though. I think it is. So suits. that that is her for for sure. But I didn't know she was black. Yeah, she, she I, has African American blood in her, sir. I guess it's whenever whenever it's convenient for people. All right. So, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> let's get into. Okay, so okay, on the topic of this, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad we did this. Okay, and I'm glad I see now. To, I mean, you know what's funny? Let me tell you what's funny. What's funny? I did see her because they kept showing this this meme and I, of, of remember Childish Gambino. He put out "This Is America," mm-hmm. like a, people thought it was like a, a pro black song, woke song, which it wasn't really a pro black song technically speaking. It was about America, so I don't see how people got that pro black thing about it. But whatever. Um, I see people posting like, in fact, he has a white wife. Remember, remember, we, remember we didn't we didn't we get didn't, to that we last didn't get time, into that. but we. It was so good. You went off for be the best. Yeah. So I kind of just let it go. You know what I'm saying? But nah. But what's I, the big deal? No, people were saying like it was funny how last week was a problem when Charlie Gambino who was black uh, who has this song and now you're saying I see what you're saying. And now, oh, the sister's black, but well, I, I thought it was a real sister, but whatever. A black woman is what white, but people are like championing it now. Like, oh, girl, get you get it. Oh, uh, like, I see what you did with it's that. Like, Whoa. <laughs> No, no, no more sound. <laughs> I see what you did. I see what you but, did. But yeah, so but I seen. I didn't do it. The meme did it. No, no, no. no. I, I see. I see what's going on. Yeah, I mean, first of all, yeah, we didn't get to touch on that. That that even should that shouldn't even been an issue. What does what does him having that has not, him having a white girlfriend, white baby mom, whatever has nothing to do with he's still a black man. Yeah. So if much. you want to speak on those issues, then he has every right to do so. Um, but I do see what you're saying. Again, we I think we talked about this either. We talked about this on Fire Ice, or I talked about it with Saw Jules on. I think it way. happens too often to find out. I think you talk about it everywhere. Uh, yeah, I think every platform I have, I talked about it. But I think again, it's always it is. We live in a society that we some some people are beat down on the black man for getting with the white woman, but they they applaud a white a black woman for getting with the white man because they think it's leveling up. Let me tell you right. Yeah, that, I'm glad you said leveling up. We always assume that because of black woman. Goes with the white man. It's only because black men did her wrong so much mm. that she chose white man. You know, it could possibly be that she just ran to this white man and fell in love, and that 
it could not have been anything to do with the black man at all. Absolutely. That she didn't see color. She just saw love. Like I'm saying, like, love, love wins. You know? Um, so, I, that was funny to me. It's just funny that that was a thing because I think people tried to make it a thing, but people loved Charlie Gabino so much that we didn't make it a thing. But they was trying to do no, it. No, some people, tried to push that some agenda. Some people definitely tried to pull, push that agenda against them. But I, I'm I, not I, watching the last episode of Atlanta. Like, okay, <laughs> I will. I sure did. <laughs> and it was very good, too. Yeah, it was, was, it, was, hey, it, was, it was good. I want to. I know it's. I know it's everywhere. I want. I want to talk about that real quick. Okay. What do you think about that? I think. I think that line. That the, the ending of that. The ending of that was like, to me. It, it, I know. I know. I know. It seemed like it wasn't probably powerful, but how he said it, like you know, n words. We just say black people mm-hmm. don't care about black people, and you see how he was trying to get like the Jewish lawyer. Mm. And do you remember? But this. This is the thing that that, that got me. And if you if you're listening, I hope you don't lose you. But I want to. I have to have to say this. Cause I ain't get to talk about my my podcast. Okay. Right? It makes sense to me what he meant when he said that because me or you, right? Me or you, we uh we want a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not about having a black lawyer because we you know our struggle because and they as a black person you out for yourself because we all we all we know how to survive to for each other mm-hmm. for, for ourselves. We don't know how about unity design third. Not saying we don't have it though, right? Mm-hmm. But if it comes down to it, you're gonna pick you over me every time. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how can you really, de- like, if I'm in the streets or whatever I'm doing, and you're my lawyer, how can you really defend me if you're gonna pick you? Like, you picking the deal that's gonna get you the money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But as, as I mean, he said, he asked, that, he asked the question, I think it was like a pivotal point in the, in the episode. He said, hey, do you know any black lawyers that just as good as your cousin that's a Jewish lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy said, there's plenty of them, mm-hmm. but they don't have the resources my cousin have. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the main thing black people don't do. We, we don't look into a lot resources. Mm-hmm. You ever look at how somebody get? You know how we we trip about how such and such only got such amount of time for this. Yeah. But our cousin did this, and he got thirty years. Look for them black lawyers. Now, no disrespect to black lawyers. I'm just saying, like, when you in the when you in the you ever watch Law and Order and you see how people owe favors, whatever. Like yeah. the DA know the. So he he got a sweet deal because I know him not right. because of what not because of the evidence or the right. facts but because you owe me this favor from something I did to you ten years ago or right. five years ago we went to school together right I saw the, I I keep breaking this up I'm a soap opera head but oh you're in the restless like there's like a rich family the Newmans like it was the one of the sons like did something really bad like I think he killed somebody and it mm. was like the Victor went to the judge and said you owe me this favor so I need you to make sure my son gets the minimum or whatever da da and. It they happened. did. It happened again. It is. It you know. And I can't even imagine the, that the 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 justice system is definitely rigged. I would say and, pol- pol- and, it's very political. And, and, and definitely, and it's like all about who you know. Even if even if it sometimes it it puts you in the right position, but it puts the other person in the wrong position. As long exactly. As, as long as you get straight, and then here that's you what have it is. you have Ray Ray who did something very maybe less, but because his lawyer don't have them resources, ain't right. owe no favors, right? Or maybe the person that's across from that don't like the lawyer just that much, right? Because I was I made this I made this distinction. I'm talking to somebody. That I said, well, you know, black lawyers or black people or us in general, like we we make it, we go through so much when we make it, we we feel like we feel a certain way because we had to go through so much just to get where we at, right? Mm. So it might carry some cockiness. Who knows? It might carry people like people envious of us because like they went through we went through all the hurdles and maybe our story is better than their story, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So people already don't like you anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. ah, I don't like you because you made it. You were supposed to make it, but you made it. So it's like why would I owe you a favor anyway? Like, so ain't no resources here. You get a resource for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's up? Oh, what's up? All right, that's my brother. He interrupted us for some reason. <laughs> I forgot where I was at, but I know it was good. It was good. Um, but yeah, I, I, that that was just a little reflection that I thought about. And I thought that was like a good, 
Donald Glover is smart. Yo, he he's a genius. He might be this this generation kind of quote unquote genius. You know, I saw a post that said somebody put. Of course, everybody said Donald Glover's a genius, and then of course people were down and Kanye was. I'm not down in county. No, no, listen, yeah. but people did this in them though. But if somebody put this generation has a um has a backwards meaning of what genius means, I just thought that was funny. People just no, because I do I, think I, that it's, it's all. I mean, yeah, but it, again, it's all about perspective. It's like if you a big Kanye fan, you're gonna think he's a genius. But if you don't, it's like if you a true. if That's you a Danny true. Glover fan. It's Dan, 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 yeah, Donald Glover. Donald, yeah, Danny Glover is. Uh, Dan, yeah, that's the weapon four. Yeah, one through four. If you're Donald Glover fan, then you're gonna, you know, you're gonna root for him. I mean, you know, that's what I think, it is. But I think we say it's genius. Perspective. I, like, I, you know, I, in our community, which is the black community, like we give words our own meaning. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, like, we just, we just, we just do it for some reason, whatever reason we do. And I think when we say genius, we just talking about in in that craft. Like, mm. the, if they if they're able to 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 Present art in certain ways and make you. Think we label them geniuses and really, it really, really, I'm talking about really make you th- uh, yeah. critical think. Like crazy, yeah, 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 definitely. And that's just that's just that's all it is. But is he a genius? It's not really, you know, it's not 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 in the term of genius, no. But right. yeah, obviously that's that's what we say. But that's just us and our slang. <laughs> our our culture is very uh, contagious, also. So I'm mm. pretty sure people, other people say that he's a genius too, and they don't mean it in the literal terms. But I heard he's very smart, but I don't know him. Personally, um, I don't want to brush by this, but the I don't know if you want to talk about the school shooting. Um, if we t- I want to end with the social media fighting thing. I want to end with that. Yeah, we definitely need to touch on that just for a second. Um, it's happening too much. It's happening. It's really happening too much. And the thing is, what's bothering me again, y'all president, y'all president, y'all president, because you, you, you don't live here. I I live where <laughs> I live wherever President Obama lives. So therefore. <laughs> Wakanda, whatever. Um, Wakanda, Zumanda. Um, that's where my president is. Wherever, wherever President Barack Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama is, that's where I'm at, and that's who my president, First Lady, is. But anyway, um, the thing that baffles me is 45 can tweet about every single thing, everything else, but when it comes to our babies being shot and killed for no reason, it's like it's it's nothing. It's like when is it going to get to the point where it's like you're really going to Take this like we need to do something about these gun control laws. Like what's, but again, it goes back to politics because you like you said, it's all about who you know. Somebody, the whoever is the gun people that's over the gun group or whatever. The NRA is that right? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, they're probably in somebody's pockets. So you know, it's it's, it's, it's it's all political, obviously, and it's but it's sad because it's it's at the risk and and we're and at the cost of these babies' lives. Like they don't get to get. They don't get to get to where we are as adults. They their lives being cut short because, like nothing's. It seems like nothing's being done. It's uh, well, I took a sociology class one t- uh, a while back, and I'm a sociology major also. But one of the things I, I one of the concepts I really like to talk, like, I really like to like bring up when it comes to like this is it's called uh so it's called issue versus problem, mm-hmm. where it's like uh, a problem is when it's something happened to like a big amount of people, mm-hmm. it's a problem. But it don't become an issue until it happens to a certain amount mm. pe- people. So mm. it can happen to a thousand, let's say, blacks. It's not. It's only a problem. It can happen to three whites, and it'd be an issue now because it might be Trump, some somebody else, another white person. I don't know Johnny Depp. I don't know. But in somebody that's somebody, I don't know somebody that's popular. I don't so know. why does why Johnny Depp? I don't, okay. I don't, Justin Bieber. Who knows? You know, I, I, who, who, I, who's popular? Is that's cool? I don't know that people like or they love, cherish. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but I, I got your point. You get my drift. Yeah, um, I saw a post that said again. This is this is very a dark post, but it's actually kind of true. Um, 
they feel like nothing will be done unless until it's a black person that goes into a all white school and shoots them up. Issue. That's when it comes to issue. So when we start doing this it's an issue. <laughs> and the thing is, again, no, and, and I don't want nobody to take feel a certain type. But I don't think anybody should be shot and killed. Nobody. Black, white, blue, whatever. I don't think anybody should be shot and killed. But I'm, what, what we're saying is the reality of the situation is what it seems like. It seems like nothing will be done unless... And then, and, and get this, though. If it is a black shooter, he won't make it out alive either. Nah. And if you look at the, all these Caucasian shooters, these terrorists, <laughs> they're they, they, they coming out alive with vests on and everything. The, 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 the worse the crime is that they do, the more, the more, the more safe... They're arrested. That's I don't, crazy. I don't know. That's kind of wild to me. That's crazy. And but let, like again, let an African American just be, just have a soda. You know what I'm saying? In his hoodie. You know, and I, he's I, dead. I got pulled over the other day, and I, I didn't speak about this at all. I ain't no pockets in America. I'm going through something right now. But what 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 I what I did? I got pulled over the other day, and I got arrested. Mm. Then my, my license suspended. But before he even knew that, like he, I, I didn't know. Before he even knew any of that, he was already a mad aggressive from the minute he pulled me over. Like just coming how he came to the car and I had yeah. my, my my young young daughter with me she was in the back, and he asked of my ID so I gave him everything because I had no everything is that he snatched it and you know I'm like I think he wanted me to trip I wasn't gonna trip I'm, I'm not giving that satisfaction right but the only thing that threw me off was the fact that he seen that my my license was still in Georgia I, my, I keep my grandma address because she lived there for twenty something years she ain't moving so yeah. he moved too much and he just kind of went off like. Well, do you live out here? Live out there? Blah, blah. You got ninety days out. I'm like, hey, I live. I live with my grandma. I'm just out here, just driving right now. So I just, I just say to say like, he was already from the get like mad aggressive. Right. I don't know. I don't know. If it's, I don't know if it's skin color. We wasn't saying skin color. I tell you that. But I don't know if that's the reason why. But I will say like stuff like that. When you think of how things escalate, and you find when you see the video of the things that happen. Well, when we see the video, mm-hmm. what if like what if that happens a lot? And that's why. I, when people get to that escalation stage, that's why I like what it is. Because his attitude was poor from the beginning. I'm mm. like, I'm just... And you put me over for? What? You <laughs> said I was doing 44 and 35. 44. Oh. So, that 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 that, that speaks volumes to something else also. But I I'm thought just, you get 10. Don't you get 10? I thought so too. But I wasn't going to argue with him because yeah, I felt yeah, like yeah. And he, and he wouldn't do anything. So, I ended up getting three tickets that day. And the speeding was actually the cheapest one. Damn. So, yeah. Three tickets. Three tickets. Lord. Yeah. But it's okay. all good. Yeah, I'm just glad you made it out alive. I'm just glad I made it out. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm glad you made it out alive because I never been arrested before. I never had handcuffs on me ever, ever in my life. Not from not from the cops. And I just I just I always pride myself on that. You know I don't yeah. want to you know have to do that. But long story short, I say that to say when it comes to the school shootings, um, outside of race, it's just it's just it's hard to put outside of race though because it only happens in school where it's like predominantly white schools. It seems like it don't it don't happen in like I don't know what school you went to. But it don't happen. I went Davidson. Okay, yeah, it don't happen in the schools like 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 that we we went to. Like, I I, I not saying it can't happen, but it don't happen in a school like Josie, a school like but you know it just don't happen. It's, my mom was talking about this. She was saying like back in the day, they used to just get a lot of bomb threats. Not a lot, but it's just, just that's because he didn't want to go to school. Yeah. I, and I, I didn't see people get go to <laughs> get, get sent to alternative school for doing bonds just because they went to leave school that day, mm-hmm. which is kind of dumb. But yeah. you know, but the thing is, the shooting at that that recently happened in Texas, like the for what I read, the reason was because the guy, um, I guess kept at, trying to ask the girl out, and the girl didn't want to be with him, so he got mad and he shot her up and her friends up. He never seen play at the club. No means no. That's number one. Number two, I I, I feel like when it comes to Dumb situations, and that's the reason why that pissed me off even more. Come yeah. like this is that was not that was not called for. It's not, and my, my, and my thing is you not you definitely aren't gonna survive adulthood. 
Like rejection is the key to life. Well, he ain't got about that right now. I mean, that's that's over with. I'm just I'm just saying, like, just if, even if none of this ever happened, like I said, if he before all this, I'm just saying, it's just I I made this point on them say what I said. Um, you know, I just don't understand how parents, you know, don't really understand what's going on sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. like I I feel like. If this is just me, again, I can't speak because a lot of times the parents wait to afterwards and be like, Johnny wasn't that bad. He's such a great child. He never, I never knew, you know, stuff like that. And <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. I'm, that's how they sound. But Yo. I'm just like, if if I noticed that my teen was locked in his room for seven hours, first of all, you're not locking no doors in my house. That's what well, that was the rule of my house. My dad was like, we're not locking no doors. I, I bet you, I bet you I don't know what race he is. That definitely that's a black thing. Like you know, our we we can't do that now. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. But I'm just saying. Like, I'm just it's just it's, again. I feel like parents gotta do a better job of checking in. I know somebody made the argument. Well, parent then teens are not gonna tell their parents everything. But again, if the I feel like if the child knows that you care about them, like if you start showing actual um some paying attention, like you really care about what's going with them on a daily basis, not just like once every blue moon. Then I feel like they'll get to a point where they can open up to you and talk to you about the things that they're dealing with. Um, you know, again, it's just I I don't know. I, I don't know what really what the solution is, but I know the higher ups need to do a better job because again, it's like I I agree. You, it's not gun control; it's parent control at this point. Mm. Um, I do I do think that gun control is a is an issue. It's both, man. Or it's something, like, it's, but it's parental and and it's also I can and I grew gun I, control too. I, I grew up like my 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 dad. He he kept he kept you know his there. I never thought to take it outside though because I felt like if I did, I would get beat up. You know, not not even beat up, just you like you just know because my parents raised me that you know I, that's not what you, that's not it's not you don't touch that. It's not for you. You know what I'm saying? So. I, I, it's hard, but I get what you say when you say when you say parents should do this that, and third. I just feel like sometimes people get too um, sensitive when you say that, and like they they think they have to come back with like, well, no, they're not going. It's not. Listen, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying they are because we all we all went through that. Mm. I ain't trying to everything. I'm pretty sure you didn't take print everything, but at the end of the day, they they're gonna find out anyway, some way, somehow. You know what I'm saying? And they did a good job that you didn't do it. Right. I didn't do it. So. It's it's something you know what I'm saying. I, I think when you say parents, some some, some shit should like they always feel like they need to not they not parent not every parent, but I see you on Facebook. I'm not like I'm not attacking everybody's parenthood, but at the end of the day, it's like but it's, um, it's still about awareness. It, it's, though. It's, it's it's you need to be aware. Everybody needs to be aware of what their kid is doing because like you say that right. I feel like somebody said that instead of it's so and so often I tell my other day that so often people talking to you and saying stuff. Be so quick to have a, a comeback for it instead right. of just taking and digesting it. Right. Like you saying that don't because you might know nothing about let's say my parenting. You might be like, hey, uh, you might you might say something about parenting, right? And yeah, you don't have no kids, but you got common sense, right? Sometimes them the best ones to listen to because they don't have none, so they just throwing ideas out and that might work for you. You don't know, right? But you so quick to be like, you ain't got no kids. How you gonna tell me to do? You ain't got no kids. Yeah. Listen, you got common sense, right? So that's all I need to know. If you saying do this, how about you reflect? Go home and be like, you know what? Today I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go talk to my kids today. Right. Because put time aside for that. If you do it every day, just do it anyway. I know. And then another argument is like, you know, you got the single parents or whatever. It's not you an excuse. To, it, 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 um, yeah, sadly, it's not. Like so you have to again. You everybody I always say this. You make time for what you want to make time for. So your kids need to be a priority. Plain they say every day Mother's Day, right? You no, know, if if you're a single parent, I'm just saying. Like, I, but I feel like. I don't think that's. I think it's, anybody who's a single parent cop. I mean, thing is just kind of weird to me. That's odd. Like I don't see whether it's one parent, half a parent, two parents. Like, how you half a parent? 
I don't know, man. You know, maybe. <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna say that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, was, I but, don't. I'm yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not a good. One. But um, I don't know. Just be half. I don't know. Okay, moving on. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have a parent. I don't know. That was just one of them things you just say without blurting it out. But yeah, I, I agree. It's it's a lot of parent. It's a lot of parent control, and you should talk to your kids. Obviously, that's I mean, sure that's 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 the main thing. Uh, yeah, let's and then so moving to the next thing, talking to our kids, but also we can talk to some of these adults about um, putting their private dum, dum, dum. on social media, <laughs> doing those naughty pics and those naughty videos, and then posting them on social media. Yeah, I I keep seeing this kid go live on my on my Facebook. I don't know how he friends with me. Say what? This kid he goes live, but he be smoking weed, and I'm like, but he look like he's twelve. Okay, so let's okay so. Yeah, that's that's two that's two things. So yeah, with the whole weed thing, I know people who do that on Snapchat all the time. I'm just like, you do know that people watch your social media, right? You do know that it's evidence, right? Especially if you're in a state that is illegal. Ask Kodak Black. <laughs> okay, yo, guys, if you're in Georgia, it's illegal to smoke weed. Hey man, you, you talking? They ain't listening to me. I know they're not listening. But I'm say it one time though. If you're in Georgia, it's illegal to smoke weed. Now, I'm just saying. So again, you out there, you out there like smoking on your on your Snapchats and on your IG stories and stuff like that. Yo, the police can watch that stuff and, come, and like, especially if you got the locator, the locator on, they come get you. Yeah. Let's be smart about it. Like, if you're gonna do it, don't post it. I don't. And that's, I'm glad you said that because that's said, yeah, that's perfect. You said with a bunch of stuff, recording everything. Mm. You know, one of the things like about social media that, that's dope is that. Everything is quick access. If you into like what we into, like mm-hmm. far as and you putting out con- content, mm-hmm. you want to do videos, you want to be funny, you want to be a comedian, you want to just tell jokes, you want to just post pictures, or you want to do funny skits, you can just record it, throw it out, right. throw it out. But the downside to it is like things like that, like just everything shouldn't be posted. Right. So locally, far as y'all listeners, uh, we based on Augusta, but I'm thinking any anywhere this happens anywhere, fights, recording <laughs> fights. Mm. Um, this is a girl. I'm not gonna say her name, but mm-hmm. she gets beat up sometimes. Okay. Um, she did win the fight yesterday. I will say that. So this is a daily occurrence. This is this is this no. She I don't know why she fights so much. I I don't, I don't know her. I don't know. Her. I don't know why she fights so much. But I'm saying like she has a daily occurrence of fight videos. Not daily. Oh, uh, but okay. I would say it, it's like. But she talks a lot on. It comes from social media. When you talk on social media, you be you act tough and you say things about certain. people Oh, people come. Yeah. So one, as a few times she has gotten beaten up. I think she said some things and people just pulled up on her. I was living like, no disrespect. I hate to say it, but it was in Jenny's home. You know, that's your boy's place. But um, it's, 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 in the, it's in the ghetto. But the ghetto, that's the thing about the ghetto. Like, it's, no, it's, no, it's time to just do a lot of things that is, that's unnecessary, which is talk trash and do stuff like that and fight. However, uh, they, they recorded it. And they, it, she had more than one recorded fight on, on camera, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't care about I'm not I don't care about the girl. That's mm. not that's not the issue. The girl's not the issue. Even the girl that got beat up is an issue for me. The issue is the recording of it. And I feel like when 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 things go real bad, these are reasons why. I'm thinking about me. If I had a fight, right? Mm-hmm. And I I posted it yesterday. I said, you know, me personally, if I had a fight and I got beat up like real bad, and somebody posted it, I'm probably gonna come after the person that posted it. Cause I already lost a fight. You could take a, you could take a fight and, and, and you'd be good to go. Like that's mm-hmm. that's thing now. Before people would fight, get over it, cool. People get shot now, and and and, and because now it's an embarrassing thing now because mm-hmm. it's getting played over and over again. Everybody got it. So people that wasn't remember before, like not remember before because I hope you haven't got beat up. But if somebody got beat up before, if you wasn't there, you just heard about it. Right. So you don't really know. Mm-hmm. So you know it's like whatever. 
you can you can walk around with that. But now it's like you go you come on Facebook and you see it got sixty five thousand views in two hours, you embarrassed. You can't even enjoy your social media, you know what I'm saying, at this point. Everybody tagging you. Everybody got their own opinion, all these shares. And then that creates a thing where you want to do more than just fighting it. Now now you're really upset, you know what I'm saying? Um, Just just for the record, um, yeah, people post fight videos from everywhere, not just the ghettos. So um, Yeah, but (laughs) that's probably true, but... How we like? I don't know. Cause I don't live in like them places, but like where I know where I live at and things I see, we sharing it and stuff like that. We make world stars. It's not like I don't see it. I like a world star. It's mostly ghetto areas. I'm saying. Ah, gotcha. Oh, okay. that's everybody trying. You know, when you get beat up, that's what they call it, right? World star. I think that's what they say. Oh, uh, okay. So. I mean, I'm, I think it's like other places. But anyway, but that put that to the side. But I think, um, ugh. I don't. I, I, again, it's that it's that insta fame, man. I think people just want to. Again, you said world star, um, media takeout, whatever. Like people just want people want people are addicted viral. to shares and people are addicted to going viral. Um, but what pisses me off? I mean, this is this is on my own little soapbox. It's like people can watch these fight videos and share these fight videos, but they can't share a simple educational podcast. Yeah. Like Ken Making does an excellent podcast, but nobody wants to share that. We do a podcast, nobody really wants to share that. You got content creators creating great shows, great content, but nobody wants to share that. But you want to share these fight videos. They want to share these this girl twerking with her tampon sticking out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like <laughs> like it's 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 crazy. And it's like you, you think your head like, do I need to do something stupid for you to share my stuff? Like what's what what's the end game of all this? And it's, it's again. I just think our world is just is backwards. It's the mindset, though. It's yeah, yeah. That's that's that's, that's the reason. I'm, that's, the, that's the reason why I use the word ghetto, though, because when I like my my, and my where I live at, like where I'm like my where I'm from all my life, whatever, live all the ghettos, whatever. That's a mindset. Like, even buying a bunch of stuff you not you shouldn't have. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I'm gonna buy three pair of Jordans, but then I'm gonna say, dang, I'm struggling to pay the rent. And it's like, mm, I wonder why. You know what I'm saying? They three hundred, they three hundred, they three hundred a pair. You know what I'm saying? Like it's nine hundred dollars you could have saved, but it's a mindset. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That that people are stuck in. Yeah. And um, that that that's one of them. You know what I'm saying? We'll yeah. share that before we share. You no. Know, oh, it's like it's like this. It's simple. It's, it's simple as this. People they be happy when they when they from home from jail and they throw them a party, celebrate them. And it's my graduate. It's like okay. Or like when, or just on the flip side, or if you somebody who just gets a plain job, they celebrate that. But versus somebody actually starting a business and trying to do better for themselves, it's like, oh, you get okay. Yeah, That's you cute. can rather somebody for working for making a man position, make you know somewhere else. But like somebody starting their own business and doing their right. own thing, and it's like, oh, it's cute. All right. Well, let me know. You know what I'm saying? I, okay, fam. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's like a mindset. Yeah, though. it's definitely a mindset thing. Um, but also the videos. Um, real quick, just to touch on this. Uh, Tara Marie, she's in the media <laughs> because um she did. That thing uh, she got, uh, she got, a, she did, a, she did a, <laughs> she had. There's a video out of her performing fellatio on her ex, something in her mouth. on her ex boyfriend. Um, the video of uh, I guess the ex boyfriend uh, got the video and posted it on social media platforms, and then Fifty Cent re- re- retweeted it, whatever, reshared it. And so, uh, Tara Marie is now uh, suing the ex, and she's also suing Fifty Cent. Of course, famed attorney Lisa Bloom is all over this. Yeah, you know, I've Lisa seen Bloom. That. She's like, every time somebody's trying to do a sexual harassment lawsuit or whatever happens, like Lisa Bloom is always there. It seems like. Um, 
but yeah, I it just again it, with the recording of the videos. Um, I'm not saying it was right. It definitely isn't right. Again, it was an invasion of privacy. It was on her phone or on her iCloud or whatever, and he got upset, got into her social, got into her account, and 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 leaked it. That's definitely not right at all. Um, but it but this thing should it, this should teach you a cognizant cognizant lesson. Like you should be cognizant of what you're recording because. Even if you were married and you were, because I remember, you remember that leak, that big leak that happened? Like everybody was put stuff on the iCloud and then it got yeah, leaked. Everybody, leaking, just, yeah, everybody yeah. stuff was being like Megan Good and everybody was like being exposed, but they made those videos for their spouses, you know, because they, they travel, different things like that. But it's like you should always be aware when you record something. It's like, oh man, that could possibly get out. So, I, you know what? I know, I know, I know what you're saying, but what? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, no, that didn't make sense, but I feel like also too now. What's up? If you're being recorded, Make sure you're doing it proper. Make sure you're doing everything so right. So you watched the video with Tara Marie? Yes, it was okay. I'm gonna tell you, it was way it. better than that Black China video. Okay, I would give it that much because that Black China. I don't know what was going on in that video, but <laughs> whatever was going on, I didn't like it. I know that, but um, yeah, Tara Marie. I mean, do you think she should sue Fifty Cent though? Because I feel like that video. I feel been like re-shared. she. I feel like she wants money, so she's gonna. It's like this. It's been reshared so many times though. I, if I was him, if I was her, I would do the same thing because I'm gonna, I'm gonna aim for whatever. And then I can get whatever I get back. You know what I'm saying? However, I wouldn't sue him because he he got sued already. He didn't pay no money yet to that other girl, to Rick Ross' baby mm-hmm. mama, and um, that was kind of worse. So, I mean, but yeah, I mean, if, you, if I think if, I wouldn't go to the balloon. I feel like you do that, you gonna you bound to lose. I haven't seen her win a case. That's I what I was telling. I, I was telling. I was telling Kendra that I was like, has Lisa Bloom won a case? Another guy. Speaking of speaking of the case, the guy that represented uh, that that tried to go against uh, Trayvon Martin killer. Mm. I'm not gonna say his name, but that 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 lawyer. I don't know if you would know, but he lost all the cases also. Like all them high profile black cases, mm. black black teens that got killed. Don't go don't don't go don't go with him. He's not the right right answer. Cause clearly he has no resources, obviously, or something. I don't know. Mm. But he's been losing all the cases too. So I, I, I think a lot of times we give people this fame because we see them a lot. We see them all, like they viral, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. It's not always the best. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's a bloom. We know her, but I haven't. What has she won? I, have I don't no know. Idea. I haven't seen any record of her winning. Any but case. I've seen her. That's a lot of artists and a lot of videos, yeah. and they look very torn. Cause she represented um Black China too. Yeah, I don't know if she won anything. I don't think so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't. I don't know what these people are winning. But back to Tia Marie, I sniff. Oh, well, not sniff, but Tia Marie. I say what? No, no. Listen, I'm about to say oh, I sniff on. a storyline. Okay, okay. I'm about to say I sniff a storyline. I was. I, I. I didn't want to say that, but that's the first thing that came out my mind. Sniff Tia Marie. Okay, go ahead. No, what about hell it? no. What she smell like? Mm. Fire eyes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not about to get me in trouble. No, I I, I, I never been to Marie. Ne- never sniffed her. I, no, stop it. What I was saying was I sniffed a storyline, but I didn't mean it in that context. I was saying was she definitely has a storyline for the next season of Love Hip Hop Hollywood. That's another thing. So I don't know if this was that or you know what I'm saying. You, you get no, no, what I'm I, I, I feel like this happened to her and it was an awful thing. But again, this guarantees her. You, y'all know how reality TV works. If it you works. have something that happens to you, that guarantees you your spot on on your reality show. I feel like all of Empire Shaw's stars should just release a sex, release a sex video. Let's not. No, I'm not. Let's no, not. no, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm an advocate for it, but let's if you not. want a storyline, we did this already. We did this with Mimi on Atlanta. We, let's not. That was, that was trash to me, but let's just not. Me People was but like, oh. Let's not. She did this. Uh, speaking of Mimi, me. the trailer was better than the actual video. I did see both. Yeah, I, I watched the trailer because it was uh, just quick. Anything of you know, I'm t- that's another thing. And not to speak, not to speak on this kind of material. <laughs> or I was like, where are we going I, with I'm, this? I'm gonna tell you one thing. I be on Twitter my time, right? And I do follow a lot of weird pages like that. I'm not gonna lie. And 
<laughs> when I would go to my timeline, like the video would be playing sometimes. Like you don't have to actually share it, just plays. So now I had my phone down and it was sex on the thing and it was just playing. And old lady walked by me. She's like, Oh, what is that? I had to hold my phone. You know what I'm saying? They think I'm watching porn, but I wasn't. But um I will say anything over three minutes is I'm not I'm not watching it. It's it's three minutes, that's it. So if it's if you can't put in if you can't put no highlights in three minutes, it ain't for me. <laughs> I, I ain't got time. <laughs> I ain't got time. Y'all want to y'all, y'all put a whole production set together. Look, nobody, nobody, oh. nobody watching that from beginning to end. I'm, I'm not. It's not a movie to me. I, I watch it for one reason, one reason only. So that's just how I feel, man. Oh, <laughs> oh that's so funny. Um, this has been a very um interesting ending to to Fire and Ice. <laughs> very, very interesting conversation. Um, three minutes or less. <laughs> the video, at least, not me. Just three. The the video is three minutes. Uh, okay, yeah. that was TMI. Thank you, sir. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, we want to thank our special guest uh, Kente Scott again for calling in Shout out to Kente Yeah man keep doing your thing brother Thank you to all our uh, callers who called in and gave their yep. opinion yep. We, thank yep. y'all so much. we thank you guys so much for listening um, Real quick what I'm hot about Kind of ties into the whole Father's Day Mother's Day thing If you don't celebrate the holiday don't ruin it for nobody else mm. um, Because you don't celebrate it doesn't mean nobody else should have a good time celebrating it um, mm. This goes to me like For me Christmas I mean I like Christmas, but I'm not like in love with Christmas. But I wouldn't ruin it for somebody else. Like some people are really yeah. Christmas going gun ho. So I'm not gonna ruin it for you. You know what I'm saying? Like like don't ruin Thanksgiving for me. Like don't tell me we shouldn't be celebrating Thanksgiving. But I want to because I like to eat. I like the turkey. I like that's the dressing. That's I like the crackers. It's, it's, it's about something more to eat. Hmm? It's about something more to eat. You know it is. You know oh. the history, politics of it. But again, like no yams. Huh? I said, no, them yams. Hey, turn up. <laughs> but like I said, don't, like I said, I'm hot about people who like to ruin holidays for other people. Don't do that. That's not, I mean, if you don't celebrate it, be black and, like, not black person, but be black the color and just black yourself out and just don't say anything because <laughs> we don't want to hear it. So, nah, I agree with you for You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Like, let, let us enjoy these holidays. You know, that's, like, that's like, funny. You don't know, ruin it. They do the same thing with, like, uh, no disrespect to my boy or nothing like that, but like Cinco de Mayo, they give people like this this flack for celebrating it because they don't celebrate a certain holidays, but they celebrate a Mexican holiday. Mm. It's like, if you want to celebrate it, celebrate it, man. I can't tell you what to do. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, celebrate any holiday you want to celebrate. If you want to celebrate Columbus Day, that's another thing, Columbus Day. I understand what he did, but for me, it always was a day out of school, and I was always appreciative of that. Facts. I don't care if he lied or not. Yeah, which I went that day out of school. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not going to school that day. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey. I ain't saying I'm celebrating. I'm just staying home. Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. And speaking of it, it is what it is. It's the end of our podcast for today. So it thank you guys is. so much for listening. This is Fire and Ice. We're gonna close out with some more AE, and we'll see y'all next week. Well, we'll yeah, see here, whatever. Next week we'll be here. So. You sniffed. I sniffed nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Spit. This Fire Ice, y'all. Peace. All right.
Honestly, I'm so frustrated and tired of waiting. I know you'll never get it back. But you think I'll make the same mistake of allowing you to treat me this way? And you think you can leave out the same door you came in? You came in, dream on. And even though you've really broken my heart, you've been chatting me and tearing me apart. Although this battle's gonna leave me with scars, I thought I'd So you've done it for the last time. Came up in here for the last time. Leave the burden slipped off me I don't know why I have never seen the pain